Welcome to episode 10 of Channel Massive. We're actually in the double digits. Now. 10! 10! Cool. That's pretty cool. Whoa. When you think about it. I forgot. One through nine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's scarred into your memory, I'm sure. <laughs> Late nights of editing. Editing. Tonight it's Monday evening, September 17th, and we've got an exciting show mixed up for you. I'm Noah, and as always, I'm joined by my two illustrious co-hosts, Technical Mastermind Mark. Uh, Hello. Is that like, is he an evil technical mastermind? No, you're the evil mastermind, Jason. Jason's the evil inquisitor. I'm the technical (laughs) mastermind. Evil inquisitor, that's even better. I like that. Evil inquisitor. Wow. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> really? Did you think of anything? Do you have any thoughts? Do you know when uh, Sword of the New World was published and by it? whom? <laughs> in tonight's episode, first we'll give you our week in gaming and quickly cover our most recent game life experiences. Then we'll get into our exclusive interview with the cheater. What dark secrets lie within the world of botting and what happens. Yes, that's right. We have God when, Mode X here, the ultimate video yes. game cheater. God Mode X. Yeah. And what happens to God Mode X when justice yeah, But it's kind comes. of it's kind of funny. He actually he, he hasn't come yet. We're going to hopefully Skype him in. Yeah, we're going to Skype him in, but uh, it's kind of it's kind of funny cuz he's got this really cool elite speak spelling for, for God Mode X. It's like G0 back from it's a blast from the past. Yeah, it's, it totally is. It's it's like G0 D uh, M0 D three D three X, yeah. Is it an uh, actual yeah. X? I wonder. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. But it, it's just, I don't know. It just cracked me up when I when I saw it. It was, it was just like, okay, who is this guy? And then I saw I saw the elite speak spelled name, and I was like, okay, <laughs> we have to have this guy on. <laughs> he will be ours. And after we're done speaking with him, we'll get into our latest roundtable on game guides, both printed and online. Do they cheapen gaming experiences or establish a plain, a level playing field for more casual gamers? Or is the whole strategy guide industry just a sham? Crap, crap, crap. <laughs> and speaking of casual gamers, we'll wrap up the show with a rant on Care Bear Gaming Design that handholds anyone, regardless of skill, through the most basic elements of their game, removing challenge and maybe even the sense of exploration. Sweet. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... Can you tell people how to find us? You can find us and our blogs and all of our episodes archived all the way back to number one at www.channelmassive.com. You can respond to any of our blogs that we have. We have entries that we post sometimes on a weekly oh, basis. We, we post so infrequently lately. It's quality, <laughs> not quantity. Exactly. And if you don't, Hell, want to I don't even know blog. how to post a freaking poll on our blog. I'm so <laughs> I, I sent it. It's pretty easy, actually. Is it really? Because yeah. I could I could figure out how to do everything else. You just scroll down to the bottom of the form and it says, enter, create a poll, doesn't it? Really? Yeah, and you just type in the question and then you type in as many answers as you want it to have. God, Care Bear I, bloggings. What I guess what I, I guess I do need some Care Bear <laughs> blogging. I, God. Okay. I just don't understand. Well, you know, maybe I'll go back and maybe, you know, post a poll now that I might know how well, to do it. Oh, you got to do it. And if you don't want to wait for any of that, you can always email us directly at mail at channelmassive.com. Mail. M-A-I-L. <laughs> oh, the jokes never get old. No, no, I've tried this every episode. <laughs> it's still working. It's still working for me.
And now for our weekend gaming. For me, I've been playing... Well, actually, I've finished my tour of duty with Boogie. You've so that'll be the last finally time. Finally, finished Boogie, huh? No, yeah, uh, I, I have a feeling you're gonna still play that. No, I got really burnt. Did on you get it. really burnt on it? Yeah, because well, I look forward to going to what is it? Uh, we'll, we'll give your 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 Nintendo website a little Nintendo Joe, Nintendo Joe.com. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll have to go check out that. that review. Yeah, it was. You know, it's it's hard because it's a really beautiful game. It's got great graphics and great a really great song list for a music dancing karaoke game, but. It just, it gets a little old, and the karaoke's totally off. I mean, you could just sit there and rub the mic with your hand through the whole song, and you'd get a high score. That's nothing cool. like the one that you had us play. That time. Yeah. That one, you yeah. actually had to have some pitch. They, and they try to match that design, but it doesn't work. Mm. It's And not only that, you have to be making noise before the game even registers that you're making any noise. So you have to sing before the notes actually sh- should be sung. That's really bad. In order for the mic to be like, oh, you're singing. Oh, where's your pitch? It's just, it's all a step behind. And I think to compensate for that, they don't have any true pitch detection. If Guitar Hero is like a 10, what would Boogie be? Hmm. Like four or five. Wow. Poor Boogie. Yeah. It's but it's, you know, it's, it's got... What it's, about that one game? Um, that one game, it's not. It's like the rock star, but it's like supposed to be like... Rock band. band. Yeah, rock yeah, band. That's going to be awesome. That's not out yet. That's being made yet. by the people that created That looked cool. Hero. I saw like a yeah. thing on G4, and they had like the whole band. They had like the guitar player, the singer, and then they had like a guy on some drums and stuff. I was like, oh, dude. That's really awesome. <laughs> that looks pretty cool. Yeah, and they've got a great soundtrack because they're partnered with MTV, so they're able to get some really top-notch popular songs. Awesome. Which is pretty cool. Before we get into like all the other games we've played, and while we're on this topic, if any listeners out there know of like a PC version of Guitar Hero that actually has some kind of connection to a real guitar, whatever level the product is, I'd love to hear about it at mail at channelmassive.com, because... I was thinking about getting Guitar Hero, and I was like, I really would rather just play my guitar, but there's no way to do the same thing, you know? It'd be really cool if there was, like, a something yeah. like that. And I haven't looked around on the net yet, but huh. that yeah, would be just know. awesome. Like a MIDI converter or something, and then it yeah. tracks what your notes are to see if you're close at all to the song. You can try to try to remaster music in Lord of the Rings online. Mm. Like, people have tried, like, no. doing Stairway to Heaven. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, like, it's like a dot, dot .abc files or whatever? Is that what they are? What is that? I, it, I, I, I don't know what ABC I haven't gotten into any of that. I just don't have time for it. But some guys are like, this, I was sitting next to a guy in Lord of the Rings online, and he was cranking out, like, this Metallica tune. And <laughs> I was like, that is so badass, dude! It's got to be pretty easy. Just get the tab and punch yeah. it in, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was kind of cool though. I was like, "Sweet, that rocks, man!" Wow. But you're looking for a more real, true to life yeah. guitar playing experience. It'd be cool. I mean, I don't know if anybody's made one yet or not, but that would be really fun. So you could yeah. like get better at guitar, but still have some of the fun from Guitar Hero, you know? Yeah, maybe have a the mode like Guitar Hero where you can actually practice songs and you can play them in slow and slower yeah. and slower mode. Because they have stuff like that for tablature to learn how to play you know yeah and you can speed it up to work on like your scales or a certain passage that's hard Mm -hmm. but it'd be really cool if it was you know the notes like came at you and you had to try and play along with the song and you had a whole universe list of songs to play along with yeah that'd be awesome maybe it'd show you like the tablature or the or actual musical notation depending on what you wanted to do but this is all pure conjecture i just wish there was something like that (laughs) yeah you know and rock band 
the only true I mean you can get a sense of rhythm from playing any of those instruments and from playing any Guitar Hero games, that's really great. Dancing games and music games really give you a good sense of rhythm, but in terms of actually being able to apply that into the real world, yeah. Rock Band will be able to let you work on your vocal skills and learn how to sing better and stay on pitch and stuff like that. And you can actually learn some good drum patterns, but as for guitar, it's still a simplified toy version of guitar. But yeah. it's, still, it's still so, it's fulfilling yeah, it is, in a way. It is. People it is. I mean, people aren't going to be able to pick up how to play guitar. I mean, that's that's... No. Yeah, very complex. Well, they'll feel like they can until they actually pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. they're going to go, and they're gonna go this isn't like Guitar Hero. Lots of guitars put away into closets and never <laughs> yeah. touched again. It's going to be great for student centers and other oh, yeah. you know, guitar outlet type places. That's what I was wondering, too. I was wondering how much Guitar Hero has been having an impact on the guitar store business. It's got to do something for it. But yeah. it'd be such a letdown because you have this like real, you know, like kind of immersive experience with... All these great songs and all this all this music at you, you know being thrown at you yeah. in a rating system and a little crowd and then you actually go to practice your guitar and first you have to tune it <laughs> and then then like nothing sounds like it should and, your you fingers know, hurt you realize you're you're reading the music like backwards or something and yeah. like you start out with E play the E string that is the top string you know and <laughs> like, wow I'm a long way away from expert level Y Y Z. <laughs> yeah, so, but anyway, back uh, onto your experiences. Oh. I so the only other stuff I, I totally zonked out last week before I could join the City of Heroes thing. I just had a really long Tuesday. We, we sensed your failure. Loser. Yeah, I just it was it was bad. I haven't had a day like that in a long time. But instead of getting the online gaming PC time, I've been playing on my DS, and I got a new DS Lite. So I've gone to the next generation, which is really cool. Wow. It's got this cool metallic red, like, car paint job on it, which is really cool. Oh, that's cool. And I've been playing Puzzle Quest, which is like this RPG strategy version of Bejeweled. It's like oh, the gameplay yeah. is always a Bejeweled board. I love board. Bejeweled, man. That's, like an, that's just a totally addictive game. So what's cool about it is it's just like Bejeweled in terms of the gameplay, but you... You're always playing against another enemy, and that's how you level up your character and learn spells. So you take turns switching stones on the board Mm -hmm. to match them up. And if you get combos, then you inflict damage. That's how you inflict damage across your opponents. And there's this epic storyline, all these characters, and you're traveling across this world map. There's all these politics and sub-quests and everything. It's actually really cool. That and... Final Fantasy Chocobo <laughs> Fables. Final Fantasy Fables Chocobo Tales, which is like this little simplistic mini game. Did it make you want to level up a Blood Elf so you could ride a Chocobo around in World of Warcraft? <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually really can't stand Chocobos. From, that's one thing either. I don't like from the Final Fantasy series. Those are Mogs. But in this game, it's actually it's a lot of fun. Are Mogs the little Lego people? They're the little things? white teddy bear things. Yeah, I with can't stand wings. them either. Yeah. I can't stand much of the Final Fantasy stuff. Yeah, we know. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. And that's my weekend gaming. So, Jason, cool. what about you? Um, well, it was kind of split between, um, MMO-wise, it was split between City Heroes and Villains. Well, it's impressive you actually played MMOs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeez, go figure. Um, yeah, we had a really cool time with the uh, City of Villains uh, the other night. Just me and Mark did. Um, yeah, we... We were tearing it up. Yeah, we were tearing it up. Did yeah. you guys make new characters, or were you using old we were ones? Using our no, old, we were old Yeah, I had some old. I had like an old uh, Dominator that I had. I had a. I had, a, uh, I had like a. a what level were you after? 
was like, he got up to like 14. Yeah, I got up to 14. Oh, nice. He did. He got it, yeah. up. I got really close, but yeah, we were. Yeah, it was pretty fun. We had a really had a, we had a pretty good time just doing. We were just doing missions and stuff. And then mm-hmm. there was like a Rickty invasion in one of the cities. Um, yeah. On the villain side, mm-hmm. and it was pretty cool. What I really appreciate about about that was is like there was like no lag on the yeah, villain side at much all. Much better done. There was like a because that happened when I was playing on the hero's side one time, and man, like. Well, when it lands it in, got, like, Atlas Park near Mrs. Oh, dude, uh, yeah. What's her name? It was horrible. That's horrible. It's just, it's like, Carnage, huh? it reminds me of uh, the, uh, well, what's it called? The uh, the, the big, uh, the, where you get the HOs. Oh, the Hamden. Hamden encounter. Yeah, Hamden encounter. It's like that. It's like. It wasn't as bad as that, but it was pretty, pretty bad. bad. Um, but on the villain side, it was kind of cool because we walked out. We just got done with the mission. And we got out of the mission, and that and the invasion was like right where we had exited. There was like a huge yeah, just the, group of people, so, and you know, there was just Ricky everywhere. The channels and, were going crazy. Yeah, and it was like it was kind of fun. It was kind of a fun surprise. Um, uh, what else did I do? I did uh, some Lord of the Rings online, of course. Um, <laughs> and return your chicken. No. <laughs> Hell no. Did not return Never to the chicken again. play. Never again. Never shall you strip um, the feathers. You know, I just played. Uh, you know, I've been playing this, uh, you know, elf hunter chick for a while now. I got her up to, like, level 17, I think. Nice. Um, just for the hell of it. That's pretty you cool. You know, she's, she's doing pretty cool, you know. It's, you know, the quests are, you know, the quests have been fairly decent so far up to this point. I haven't decided to go back to the Barrows yet. I just, I can't bring myself to... Understandable. To get into the, you know, I can't, you know, I wouldn't even think about doing that until I get into my twenties anyway, just because I just I don't feel like dying. Again. Yeah. I don't I don't feel like having that experience I had last time where I just ended up dying over and over again and ended up with hundreds of silver worth of <laughs> of uh, repair damage. Um, the other game I've been playing, I've been playing the uh, I. I I kind of caught the the poker bug. Well, I've had the poker bug. Oh no! For a long time, and uh, I saw this cheap copy of uh, a World Series of Poker. Turn- it was called World Series of Poker Tournament of Champions uh, for the PC. <laughs> so I went. Yeah, I just it was it was cheap. It was like like ten bucks or something like that. <laughs> something ridiculous. And so I, I I picked up a copy of that and I decided to play just to see, you know, how the AI was and. And everything, and it, it, the AI is—it's actually not too shabby on, on it. Hmm. Um, yeah, I know you guys aren't—you know—huge poker fans or anything like that. But me, I'm a man. I'm—I I find the game real fan. I—I I, I find it fascinating, and, and it's fun. I've been to it's Vegas, cool. you know, to play before, and I, I kind of go up to Blackhawk every once in a while just to, mm-hmm. you know, play in tournaments and stuff. So. You know, and I play online every once in a while on Full Tilt. When, when you go to Blackhawk, do you feel young again? <laughs> when I go to Blackhawk, do I feel young again? With all the elderly? Oh, God, yeah, I know. There's, like, so all like those a... old people fishing, you know, pennies into yeah. <laughs> fishing nickels into the nickel slots and stuff. Yeah. Now, you know, in the poker room, you know, there's, like, a wide variety yeah, of Yeah, I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah. You know, and... You know, so, you know, I just I decided to play that for a little bit just to... You know, I, I bought it. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll see what it's like. It's kind of funny because they kind of have like the the same commentators 
from the from the television broadcast on ESPN. Oh, cool. So they have like Lon McCarron and and the other guy, and they're you know they're they talk throughout the match and stuff while you're playing and everything, and and then they also have some some of them they have some of the pros you know they where they take the pros actual face and you know stick it in there you know. Oh, right on. But you know. You know, I doubt that their play style. You know, what I, I think would be cool is if they were able to actually incorporate like players' play styles into the game, because it would be kind of cool. Because like some players play like real aggressive, and some players play like a you know tight passive kind of game. Mm-hmm. You know, and they all have those kind of tight. And I think they kind of get into that. Like some some of the players that you play against you, you kind of get a feel that they're they might be playing like a tight passive style or a super aggressive style and then of course that your whole the whole plan is of course when you're playing is to adapt to that those strategies so you can mm-hmm. you know of course either trap them and take all their chips you know and when their time is right you know or you have to learn okay I can't really mess with this person if he because if this person comes into a raise and he's really tight then he's only playing with really good cards you know, so, eh, I don't know. It's just one of those things that I decided to mess around with just for the hell of it over the week. Well, that's cool. Cool. Yeah. Variety is always good. Yeah. Well, uh, as far as what else has been going on in the world of gaming, you know, I know that they had the, uh, the announcement. Well, there was kind of like a pseudo announcement that kind of slid, you know, <laughs> unnoticed for a while. But the, apparently there are some rumors out there that the fifth column shall be making a triumphant return to City of Heroes. Which, yeah, which is like so kick-ass. What um, Matt Miller, aka Positran, reported, they will be bringing back a not kindler and gentler version of the fifth column. <laughs> no, they in will 2007. be more than ever. And then, in 2007. Uh, in 2007, they said. Um, kind of. That seems like I hope they come months. out with it. I mean, uh, wow. I don't believe it either. I don't know. I, I, I'd imagine it probably won't be released until. November. I, I think we'd yeah. be lucky to see episode 11 this year, but, you know. Um, it, well, so, I don't know. I mean, I'd almost rather they wait until the new year and make just this massive release with all sorts of, you know, different content in there. With that included, of course, because that would just be so cool. That would yeah. bring a that lot might, of people back. That might seal the deal for me as far yeah. as, you know, <laughs> totally going back to that game because, you know, the fifth column is, of course, my all-time favorite villain group. Mm-hmm. There was another part to that where they were talking about uh, episode 11 is supposed to have a whole new, two new melee sets, um, uh, an offensive and defensive one. The offensive one being dual dual, dual blades, nice. And the defensive being willpower, and it's be available to all Will scrappers. Power. What's willpower? Tanks, brutes, and um, stalkers. <clears throat> it, it's a defensive set. I'm not too sure. Oh, it's about a defensive it. set. I think by will alone they don't get hurt. By will alone you you force sense. your body to yeah. not feel pain. So yeah. I wonder if there are hidden clues to the art, the Marvel MMO. I wonder. I always I always out. wonder about that. You know, because dual blades that'd be like Electra. Oh yeah, that, that could be. That's a whole Marvel slew of uh, du- dual weapon wielding. Yeah. I think was it like sh- scatter shot from like X Force used to do wield blades like that. Yeah, it could be any kind of... Yeah. It's kind of cool. Hmm. Yeah. But it's also cool for City of Heroes and villains just because it's more reasons yeah. to keep playing. More power sets. Like when they did the Mastermind one with the dual pistols or whatever. 
Oh, oh yeah, the Masterminds yeah. had that the dual pistols uh, secondary set. And they set. summon yeah. thugs. Is like their How freaking cool! Yeah. And I want to make another villain now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah cool. that... It does look kind of cool because you get like all these little minions who are just—they're just thugs, you know. They're like your common thug. You gang. know, comparatively, does has WoW ever released stuff like that, or has it basically just been locked into the like expansion a new power packs? Set? No, nothing like that. I mean, it's mostly with with WoW, for instance. It's mostly um, you know in-game content. Yeah. When they do updates, is there anybody else? Are, are there any other significant games? I don't know if EverQuest Two does. That does those type of updates? No, EverQuest Two's added new classes before. I think that's pretty cool. It's um, really cool when they do that. That's just really exciting. You know, of course, yeah. That's WoW's coming so out with the, the Dead Knight hero class, but yeah, mm. the Death Knight or Death Knight, whatever. Yeah, you, still you not could, impressed. You with that. See, yeah, Knight. you can see how impressed I am with that. <laughs> I haven't been following oh, yeah. that too much. Jason's got his little flag out. <laughs> well, so, Mark, yeah, what about you? My Weekend Gaming, um, yeah, mostly I did the City of Heroes with with uh, Jim and Jay and, and not Noah. And then <laughs> I did City of Villains again with with Jason. And as far as just playing on my own, I didn't really do anything. Um, I did get uh, one of my friends told me to try it. He just sent me this URL to try this out, and it's called Jelly Battle. <laughs> it's like a Logitech game, uh-huh. and it's these little like they look like little gummy bear men, and they they do all kinds of evil things to each other. It's kind of like it reminds me of the old um, board game Ro- Robo Rally, kind mm-hmm. of. Except you're not moving around on a map so much. It's just this grid that scrolls down from the top that has different power ups and stuff. But there's cool things you can do, and it's against four on- or three online opponents at a time, and you you just keep going, and you're supposed to be the last little jelly man standing. You can do things like nuke them, and you can get stealth, and you can get invulnerability, and you can fling these like um, weights at them. And you can call in airstrikes or do this laser thing, and it seems really simple. And like the when it, when you do the tutorial for it, you're like, this is going to be a piece of cake. But when you start playing against real people, it's pretty hard, and it's really addictive. You just can't stop. So I, that sounds really cool. It, yeah, Logitech released it, and I don't know what what they gain out of it, except maybe just advertising or something, but. It's pretty. It's way cooler than the uh, Mopey Fish Aquarium that HP did a long time ago, where they were they were trying to get people to use their their aquarium screensaver in hopes that if they did that they they got more points for their aquarium to stock it up by printing. So they were making people print like way multiple to copies. Destroy the environment. Well, yeah. Instead of <laughs> instead of printing more one trees, copy out and get then, a like, cooler aquarium using a copy machine, <laughs> they they were pr- promoting them to use more of the printer. Printer, you know, waste your ink cartridges, please. Yeah, but I can't see that the jelly jelly uh, battle thing does anything <laughs> negative. Has an immediate tangible no, business. No, but wow. it's www.jellybattle.com if That's anybody wants cool. to try it out. Yeah, it's, I might have to check that it's, out just it's, to it's waste surprisingly a couple addictive. Hours of time. Yeah, it's pretty fun. That's been pretty much it for me, though. Nothing too uh too What else has been going on in the world of gaming? Uh, I think, uh, oh yeah, I saw that crazy blurb that Horizon's got taken over again by a different what? company. When? Yeah, when Horizons, were? yes. The MMO that the MMO that wouldn't die. It didn't get, apparently, it didn't get. It's not like in. in Should have died. It's not mothballed or something. It's been dead. Wow, it came out four, almost four years ago. Oh yeah, it was uh, a big hit. Trust me. Um, it was one of the few where I didn't get excited at all about the impending release. Like a lot of MMOs, I'm always ready to try them, and that one, I was like, 
Yeah. See, and I kind of did because I thought, you know, the world might be really open and, and vast to explore. And it's kind of what turned me on to it initially. But then, you know, it was like, God, you know, there's nothing here, really. When it, when you all boils down to it, it was, it was just an absolute disaster. It was like one of those games where I think I subscribed. And after, like... After like a week of playing, I knew I was like, I'm I'm not gonna play this crap. This is garbage. I tried the beta, I think, but that yeah. was enough to tell me it wasn't was not meant for me. Yeah, I mean, it just surprised me that that there was even actual news about it. I, I like, I don't know, I can't remember where I read it, but it was just like, what? Are you kidding me? This game's still in existence. <laughs> There's no way. Jeez. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I could see, you know, I mean, there's, like, games out there, like, you know, granted, I'll, I'll never probably go back and play, you know, games like Star Wars Galaxies Hardcore ever again or anything Ultima like that. Ultima Online or Asheron's Call. Well, you know, it's just, but, you know, those games have, I mean, you can see where they have, like, a fairly decent subscriber base to keep that game going. It's like, I'm mean, sure. I mean, where are these people playing, I mean, who are these people playing Horizons? I don't know. Uh, are they self-masochists or something? I don't know. Are Maybe they? Maybe it got a lot better. I mean, I, I doubt it. But I wouldn't want to even try to fathom. <laughs> you know, I, it's like I predict that someday um, Vanguard will actually not suck because <laughs> they, you know, they got taken over by SOE and they, you know, it was released way too soon and they had some good ideas, but it just needs to be worked on. Yeah. And they are going to work on it. So See, that's you, the problem. Though. It's like if you don't have that good first initial impression, you know, you end up killing your game. Well, I know. I mean, the only way they're going to get back is by like you know word of mouth and and uh, actually release you know releasing really good updates and making it a very playable game. But mm-hmm. but uh, but anyway, yeah, as far as my week of gaming, not much to report. Um, we had a we had a listener slash comment writer write in and really suggested uh, EverQuest 2 so I'm going to try and give that a spin but oh. not the not the play the fag this time I'm going to actually play the <laughs> real thing and see if I can get he, he recommended I get um, Daniel was the name he recommended I get beyond the starter zone before reviewing passing it passing judgment so I will do that I will well, that's right. see how that's far excellent. I can go and I've been feeling like we had a lack of SOE game coverage really so I think yeah. it'll be good to see what that's all it's about it's not without good reason <laughs> Jason's very Sorry, biased you know, I am biased when it comes to that and everything that I've played from SOE is you liked from... Galaxies when no. it came out and when it came out you did not really mm, I think I remember you liking it no? no didn't like it at all you must you must have been talking to a different Jason the cause... alternate <laughs> alternate universe the alternate universe Jason with the black because... and white Stripes that separate your face. That's or, right. Or the other way around. That's right. And then I, I encountered my I encountered my counterpart, and we like did you, you know collide in a we collided and like the, you know it was like the the lightning went off you know and stuff. I understand. Yeah. Oh, horrible. Well, I guess we could probably uh, call this a good segment and move on. That's right. Let's move forward. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna roll Jason's 
what turned out to be Jason's one-on-one interview with Cheater. Uh, we found he wasn't able to hear us all Skype, so instead we, we've got a, a very, very candid interview, one-on-one with Jason and God Modex, for your enjoyment. Posthumously recorded. Posthumous? Yes. That, that <laughs> word you used. And let's roll it. This is Jason with Channel Massive. I'm proud to introduce. Well, I guess, I guess proud might not be the the right word, would it? Because it's, he's the infamous, infamous God Mode X, infamous gaming cheat, cheats at all video games. Um, not all. Not all. Well, you know, she. I mean, you, you've basically your reputation has preceded yourself. You've. you've <laughs> You basically say that you've been cheating at video games from the very beginning. So let me let me start out with asking you, um, when did you start cheating at video games? How far does this go back? Well, I started cheating before video games. Before video games? <laughs> right. Right. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, I used to withhold food from my little brothers and sisters so that I could become <laughs> bigger, stronger. Uh, then during the ping pong days, I, uh, I found interesting ways to cheat at ping pong. <laughs> of course. I had this special paddle with the extra gription or whatever it is. <laughs> uh, and then I, I suppose when the video games, because I'm an older guy, when the, when the video games uh, came out, I used to cheat at Space Invaders. I know, no, you're kidding me, right? You, you seriously tried to cheat at Space Invaders. No, how, how did you cheat at Space, space Invaders? Well, what did you do? It's completely possible. Uh, what you do is you, what you do is you distract other people as they're trying to get the high score. <laughs> and you can do that by spilling drinks on them. Hot drinks are best. Hot coffee and such. <laughs> no, now, and, now, uh, you, now you're you just gently nudge them as you walk. Now by you're in the just way being. Now the you're. Restroom, there is no way you actually really did. Oh this. yeah, totally. You're you're being totally serious. Totally you, you serious. You would actually physically mess with people yeah. while they were playing a game at the coin op. And just video pretend arcade. it was an accident and be very. You know, you're, you have to just be very polite. What, what did you? Like, so that they were trying to beat your high score or something like that, and so right. you try to jump in and. And you know, try everything in your power to make and sure it, that it never happened. Back then, my name was just God. <laughs> so, there wasn't room. Right, right. Of course, because they only accepted three characters, so it couldn't be God mode. I guess, I guess you could have made it GMX. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. See, think about that next time you're at the video arcade. If I ever go back to an old one, I will. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. So, like, Space Invaders, anything else? Like... Cyberball. Cyberball. Really? How did you cheat at Cyberball? Well, it's very much a little known fact that you can run the wide receivers out of bounds and then run them back in to catch the ball. Oh. And, um... No, I didn't know that. Nobody knew that. Except me. So you do that playing against, uh, what, the computer, or...? Never the computer. That's stupid. I I did it against the opponents. So you played against the opponents? Yeah. And I always ran the cornerback uh, blitz because it's unbeatable. Really? So oh, it was yeah. like this unbeatable defense. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I used to I used to take the score up to ninety nine every time, and that's as high as it could go. So you'd like turn it just over? Is that, is that what would happen, or was it just with a game? Just stay at ninety nine, and and the poor opponents would try to catch you, but they couldn't. <laughs> that's great. That's pretty classic. Yeah. Oh, any yeah. other uh, coin op games you used to do that at? Those are probably the best ones. 
Like, did you ever, did you play any of the fighting games at all? Like, uh, oh, yes. Mortal Kombat? Street or, Fighter 2, oh, I used to just okay. muscle people over. Really? Yeah, yeah. you physically muscle yeah, people over while you were feet. playing? Step on their feet. Uh, did, did you get any in any fights as a result of this? I mean, because I mean, I I can't imagine people just taking that crap from somebody if they were like intentionally doing it. I mean, it was it just. Well, I would always be polite. Say I was stretching or something. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. No, we're great. Oh my god. Okay. Um, how, how about, you know, as far as, uh, PC internet gaming, when did your cheating start with that? What, what did you, what, what games would, would you normally try cheating at there? Um, I'm most notorious for being busted at a Quake 2, uh, land party. Oh, really? Quake 2? Yeah. What, what were you running? Were you running some kind of... I can't remember the name of the mod, but basically it gave me a radar map of where everybody was. <laughs> and then, uh, I was able to... Set my field of view to auto target, and you're supposed to set it for 15 degrees or some crappy thing like that. But I set mine for 280 degrees, <laughs> so I could <laughs> so basically rail. I could rail people behind me. Oh my god! And uh, I got busted because I kept falling off a catwalk in a Death Star map and uh, railing somebody as I was falling. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Somebody's obviously going to figure it out after a while if you're constantly doing that. Well, you I, didn't... I, I uh, underestimated my opponents. <laughs> you underestimated your opponents? Yeah. I mean, I, I go back to this again. I mean, were you just that crappy of a Quake 2 player that you just felt like you had to cheat, or...? No, it was just more fun. It added, it added something to the game, I felt. Added something to the game. Okay. Yeah, I was, I, I was pretty good on my own. I could, I could be in the top quarter. Right. But... But with my edge I had, it was kind of neat to just be number one all the time. Yeah, sure. You know, but after everybody catches you cheating, I mean... I mean, what? I mean, obviously you've been doing... What other games have you done this with? I mean, it's like, you know, non-MMO related. We'll, we'll stick to non-MMO related games for right now. Like, but did you... Well, I've been accused of cheating. Because you get a reputation as a cheater, then everyone thinks you're cheating when you're just really kicking ass. Oh, well, yeah, duh. And so that happened a lot. I was once accused by this total bork for cheating at Warcraft 2. Really? Maybe it was Warcraft 1. I can't remember. But he didn't know... I think he didn't know about the ability to scout out the other person's base that I had. And so I kept scouting out his base and seeing what was going on and kept, he kept typing to me. kept saying, what's that noise? Do you hear it? <laughs> and I said, yeah, yeah, I hear it. But I don't know what it is, you know. And, and, he, <laughs> and he fell for so that. So you just didn't divulge any information? Yeah. Was so this like a friend of yours? Or was, was a really he... good friend, yeah. <laughs> so you cheat your own friends? Oh, yeah. Well, sort yeah. of. I, I guess in that instance, it wasn't necessarily really cheating. But you I just totally weren't divulging. His ass you weren't. That. You weren't divulging any information then. No, I was just withholding information that mm. I had discovered, and, and it was his own fault for not reading the, the manual. Right. Which I did. <laughs> which I was doing. Uh, so like StarCraft. Uh... StarCraft, I never cheated at. I you never cheated. Oh, you could never figure out how to cheat at StarCraft. No. Well, <laughs> well, thank God for the gaming community for that. What about? Uh, did you do any of the notorious cheating that like uh, like people like did in uh, Diablo or Diablo Two? Yeah, item dupes and item things dupes, like that. Really? Oh yeah, totally. 
That's oh, great. Man. So how, uh, I collected a lot of ears. <laughs> you collected a lot of ears that way. Oh yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Let's uh <coughs> You know, I guess I I guess we can maybe get into some of the MMO aspects of your cheating. Uh sure. especially in uh, World of Warcraft, which essentially you're you know, notorious at doing. You know, what what compelled you to try botting in uh, World of Warcraft? Well, I actually got a job, and uh, that took away some of my free time. So I had to I had to come up with some way to continue to level my characters, and uh, so I kind of came up with the the idea to try cheating out. And there was a lot of stuff on the internet about it, and there was one really good product out called Wildlighter, which I I chose to use that. What's the what's the what's that community like? Or, or is it pretty? Is it pretty prevalent? I mean, is there is it a pretty huge community? It, are, do, are, are there a lot of people like you? Is basically what I want yeah, to ask. Yeah, tons of us. You know, people who basically want to cheat to, you cheat know, to win. cheat to win. Yeah, cheat to win. Yeah, there was tons of us. It was it was it was a very good community. A lot of a lot of forum posts. A lot of people. Uh, with good advice on how to how to. Uh, come up with routes and ways to evade being detected. Make really good advice, that type of thing. Was, um, I don't know, did you feel that what you were doing was unethical at any point in time? I mean, did it bother you at all that, it, you know, you were just exploiting, you know, some of the game macro functions, you know, in order to, in order to cheat, or, you know, did you even care? I mean... No, I felt, I f because my other cheating was more versus games, games versus other players, that type of thing. I felt like this, I was more playing against the game itself. If you can understand the distinction there, I, even though there's, there's... So you weren't, you weren't necessarily, you know, using it to beat other people, you were just using it to grind and level up your yeah, character without having to actually physically be at your computer. Yeah, I was trying to take the, the boredom out of it, because it was pretty boring to try to level up a character, I felt. That you weren't you weren't much for the lore. Is that what you're trying to no, tell me? That's silly. <laughs> well, some people would probably disagree with you there. I mean, it's you know, a lot of people think it's all about the journey. You know, I mean, you just and and about the experiences you have. I mean, don't you have any people that you regularly play with online? You know, that you'd get together and group with, and you know, just you know, go I tried, play a dungeon or something. It's pretty or? frustrating. Uh, oh, okay, so uh, do you, I guess the next question I'd have then, uh, do you have any f actual friends in World of Warcraft that you play with? I mean, you know, well, I mean, it seems I like... Banned, I, do. <laughs> I mean, it just seems to me like, you know, you know, if you're, if you're not physically at your PC playing World of Warcraft, you know, and interacting with people, it kind of defeats the whole well, purpose of playing a massively multiplayer role-playing game, I mean. You'd be surprised at how much time you're actually still playing the game, when, even when you're botting. So if you take, if you take... Well, what do you mean? You're not at your computer. What are you doing? No, you, you, have, you have to spend time at your computer, though. You have to go and sell all the stuff that you've acquired. You have to repair your weapons. You have to... So, so those functions aren't necessarily no. built into I mean, the you don't, you don't just you don't just start it up while glider at level one and then come back at seventy like an egg timer or something. You you have to 
you have to pick your your route maps. You have to level up your character, pick your skills. Um, you know, come up with some kind of a of a skill template. You have to get the character where it's going to start grinding. You have to watch it for quite a while. I I rolled my own routes. I didn't. I started out trying to use other people's routes and. What I mean by routes is the, 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 the route that the my character traced through the game. And you have to you have to write those yourself or else you're gonna look you're gonna look like you're a robot. Right. So you have to spend time doing all that actually at the computer in the game. And then when you wanna sell sell or buy things, you know, you can go to a city and and, and try to communicate with people to to buy or sell to get better deals. And to buy, you know, equipment at the auction house. So that's all in, you know, you're in game playing at that point. You're just taking out a lot of the tedium, like running through the same instance over pre and over again, pressing buttons, pressing buttons, having to having to sit through a, a pickup group with a bunch of people that don't know what they're doing, you know, that type of thing, or or doing quests that. Don't they make don't sense. matter. Is that what you? I mean, yeah, like some some really, quests that don't really matter. They're all the same quests with words rearranged, basically. Right. Um, how difficult is it to set up the the technology to to like set up the macros? I guess to to bot. It's pretty easy. You um you don't really use macros. You can, but you don't really need to. The software, basically, Wild Glider, uh, maps. Your, your 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 bars that you have it'll map those keystrokes to specific things and it comes with directions on how to do it and then you can you can come up with custom layouts to try to defeat the warden program that comes with wow that's supposed to detect your bots you can lay that all out set it up I, I took it the extra mile and I had it I had a couple of other programs running one would would kind of chronicle my wild glider playing and send me updates to my cell phone to your cell phone so you were that you were that hardcore into it that it was actually sending you updates to your cell phone yes like I, I would check my my cell phone for emails and those emails would tell me you know what blue or green items had dropped or epics if I was lucky how much gold they were worth because I had some mods that were loaded that would basically give me a value for that type of thing uh, it, was, it was pretty pretty good system while, while it lasted, and of course I was running it on multiple computers. So I oh, multiple so how, how many how many bots were you running at once? Well, at the height of it, I had four. Four. Yeah, on three computers, so I would kind of alternate accounts. Um, but I had I had had it split between Alliance and uh, Horde, <laughs> which was pretty cool. Classic. Wow. Uh, was that hard setting up multiple boxes like that? I mean, w would you actually were you trying to like could you have like multiple characters set up so they would like roll together and like like say say you had like a priest and a oh no, and a no. and I you couldn't you, do you anything could, like that. The, the software Webbiter has the has the capability to do that, but I I chose to just have them running separate, huh. which was in the end probably a long way to go. You you couldn't well Wild Glider won't do a team together. You could you could control one character and the other three could be kind of remote control and follow you around. 
that type of thing. Wow. So they would auto-heal you, auto-attack things that you targeted. So basically, you just have, like, a buff bot hanging yeah. around with you at all times. Yeah, or three, whatever you wanted to do. Hmm. Of course, I cheated on that, too, and didn't get all the... I only bought one license key, but had four running. I mean, besides the job, was, was there... Besides the job itself, I mean, I know, I know you said you, you decided to start doing this because you got a job and... Yeah, quote-unquote job, and you were... Oh, you know, felt like you needed, you know, you needed an edge, essentially, to, to get ahead in the game. Was there anything else that made you feel like you say, you know, that's it, you know, I have to, I have to use a bot in order to get ahead in this game, or, you know, were you just ultimately overcome with some desire to try to beat the system? I mean, what was it? Well, it was a little bit of both. I felt, I felt that the game was unnecessarily tedious to begin with to get to the in-game content which was my target. I mean had you even tried I mean had you tried even to to get to a certain level just doing it the real way I legitimately got a rogue up to level 45 okay and, and how long did it take you to do that took forever <laughs> um, Ex explain forever for me it several hours it took me several hours Oh, several hours. Like, I mean, how many hours? I, I couldn't tell you. It was just too much of a waste of time. I, mean, what, what, I, I guess another question I guess I'd have to ask is, what were you doing in between the time when, when your characters were botting? You know, what would you do? Were you actually doing work with your job? Yeah, I'd be working or I'd, I'd be... Were you spending time with your, your wife or family, whatever? Do you, sure. have, do you have a wife? Yeah. I don't even know. Okay. Or, I, or I could be, I could be playing another game. Okay. And then just checking it out. Cheating at that game as well at the same time. Probably, probably. not. <laughs> I'm just asking. I gotta you ask you the question. You can cheat at so many things, you know. Uh, <laughs> at once. But four counts is pretty good, I think, for me. Right. All right. How how uh, how were you ultimately caught? Um, well, I got sloppy. Um, I did tell you I started to do my own routes, which was better for detection. So that was that was one thing I did to avoid detection from the warden program. I also was using, um, I had it set to where if people were following me around, or if people were sending me tells, it would make me log out after a certain number were hit. But the thing I didn't do that I should have done was I should have remapped all my bars. So. I think just the, the basic behavior of the bot, the way it moves and jumps before it starts walking. Or and that's whatever. how the Blizzard game warden. I, I think I was thing. reported by a player, and then they teleported me. Uh, one of I only had one running it for some reason, and I had just checked on it, and all of a sudden, I found that I was located somewhere else from where my route was, and the bot didn't know what to do, so it was just kind of sitting and spinning. And I didn't think too much of it, and I went and I took the bot back where I was supposed to go and let it start running again. And I came and checked on it again, and it hadn't logged out, but it was stuck in the same place again. And from what I read on the forums, it's pretty common that they'll test a bot by teleporting it into a place it has no business being and seeing what the reaction is. And so I think it was a player actually reporting me. Ah. But in retrospect, it's pretty obvious to spot a bot, I feel. 
Right. I mean, what like what are some of the behaviors that a, that a bot They tend to normally... stand in one place and pivot and then move in the direction they're going to go. Instead of normally a player might start running and then turn or, you know, make, you know, the bots never seem to make a fast 180 degree turn. It's a very measured turn. Hmm. That kind of, and then a lot of them, there's a bunch of different bots, but Wildlighter's the most successful, I would say. Um, a lot of them have something, for some reason, they'll, st- they'll jump before they start running in the direction they're going. And the other thing is just the way that they're grinding the mobs. They're, you know, even even with my routes, which I made to look fairly, uh, you know, to, to not look obvious, I think a lot of them start to be pretty repetitive. And so if you follow a botter, first off, they're not talking to you. Um, second off, they're doing the same thing over and over again. And, you know, they're, they might die because they take on too much, too many mobs, get too much aggro, and they can't seem to, it's, it's, it seems surprising why they don't seem to learn from it. It's just, there's just a bunch of little things to cue you in on a botter, and because there's some that are so bad, it's become easy to spot those to where even the good ones still have a, you know, a way to identify them. Yeah. And that's, that's, I think, how I was caught. I don't. I don't believe it was the warden software's detection. I think it was, it was just by a player, a player, and then they were able to teleport me. And thing was, they were able to look at the account, the account that was doing it. I believe because I wasn't very active with the other accounts at the time for about a week period. I I don't remember why, but I was really just botting with one account. But they looked at my credit card and they they linked all the accounts together and banned them all at the same time. (laughs) So So that was the penalty then. They they found you, they found it out, they banned you. Like, what level characters did you have? I mean... I had a 58, a 49, and two newer ones that were in their 30s. Wow, how, how much gold did you have? I had probably 700 gold between everybody. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the dumb thing I did was I didn't re- listen to their advice, which was, you know, I mentioned I had a character legitimately up to 45 before I started. That was the one that I got to 58, and I didn't create new accounts for botting and leave my regular accounts alone. So in, so in other words, I lost all of my characters that I had legitimately played and all my money I had legitimately earned along with the illegitimately gained ones. So, so did you feel, did you feel any regret, I guess, after you got caught? Oh, very much. I was, I was really mad that I got caught. And then I saw that, you know, 18,000 other people got caught and it felt a little better. <laughs> well, you, you you took solace in the fact that you weren't the only one. You were just one of thousand, ten, like over ten thousand. Yeah, I think I think I did. Did you have any revenge plan? I mean, were you gonna plan no. on trying to, you know, do it again or? Well, I would have liked to have gone and pushed people and spilled hot beverages on the <laughs> blizzard employees. Right. But uh, right. No, I, I didn't really have a revenge. I I pretty much took it as a kind of a wake-up call. Oh, really? So, so are you, are you considering that you're reformed? I mean, did you, did you say, okay, this is it, I'm not gonna cheat anymore at these games, it's just not worth it? Did you create, did you resubscribe? Did I you, did. You which, did? Which I believe proves that Blizzard has a great business model, 
where they, they bust you from these games and, and kill your characters if you're caught cheating, but easily allow you to use the same credit card to create new accounts. That's interesting. So ba basically, but now you're forced to grind through all these quests and stuff, which you hated to do before. Right. Hmm. But I'm playing a little differently. Are you playing a little differently now, or do you actually appreciate the game more? Do yeah, you... I, I do. I, I group with people, and I read the lore. Really? And I'm playing one character on one account, and it's, it's quite different. Well, that's interesting. That's of course, interesting. I'm playing Hunter, so it's really easy now. Oh, so it's actually so still like least, cheating. I'm playing an overpowered <laughs> character. Right. 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 Uh, you know, it just amazes me. I mean, you... I mean, so, you, so you're basically saying you're reformed. I mean, have you tried cheating at any, any other games? Like, no. No? No, I think I'll just hang on to my glory days and be a legitimate player for a while. Until, wow. Until I have a, you know, get really angry or something. So, have you... Do you have, like, a high-level character in World of Warcraft now, or...? No, I'm working on it. I'm going slower, and I'm grouping, and I'm doing a lot of instances that I've not... That you, you just don't so do you're actually body. stopping and smelling the roses, is what you're saying. Yeah. Hmm. What, um, do you, do you happen to, have you ran into people who you suspect are botting, uh, to, to this day? It's funny that you would ask that. Yes, I have. Really? What, what do you do? What do you, well, do you mess with them? Well, first, or let me just say them? that there's a, uh, on the forums for Wild Glider, there's a lowest of the low is a botter who turns in fellow botters. <laughs> and there's a lot of people who do that because really? they get mad because they're camping their same area. And, and I don't know how many servers there are in this game, but I'd imagine there's enough of them that, you know, gonna run into each you're going to run into a bot once in a while. The lowest of the low is a person that turns in another botter. Well, I'm Snitchy. doing that now. You're a snitchy. But I'm, I'm even worse. So what I do is <laughs> if, if they're the opposite faction of me, you know, because I'm playing Horde, if they're Alliance, I'll kill them. If I, if I can, if they're lower. Most of them are higher, but if they're lower, I'll kill them. And I'll keep killing them, because it's kind of fun and therapeutic for me. And then, if they're if they're not, though, I'll turn them in. And either way, I'll turn them in. Even if I've camped and killed them, I'll turn them in. And, and I don't know. It's just kind of fun to be doing that. Wow. Okay, so, I don't know. It seems like you're kind of a, you're kind of a reformed cheater who's now basically you know, started his own crusade against against people who have done what you've you've done previously. Um how do you think World of Warcraft could probably be changed to to basically dissuade people from even trying to cheat? I mean I mean besides the fact that they, they have the possibility of getting banned, I mean is there anything in the game design you think that just you know inherently makes people think, God, you know, I don't want to grind through this crap anymore. I, I feel like I just want to, you know, set a bot up so I can grind up to level 70 and then I can play all the endgame content as opposed to, you know, having to waste, quote-unquote, my time doing that. I think if they would make the leveling faster, you know, less time per level, I think that would that would work. See, and I never thought... See, my problem is, is that I never thought that it was, like, that big of a grind. I mean, yeah, I think when you hit like maybe, maybe in your fifties, you know, it might start to get to that point. 
But I, I felt like the leveling up, like between like one and fifty, was like fairly fast. You know, if you if you put in a decent amount of time. I I felt like it was slow. You felt it was slow all the way around. Yeah, I, I think the first ten levels go by pretty quick, but after that, I, I felt like it was really slow. I mean, even if you, I don't know. I mean, they they even have that thing where you can rest for a while in in the ends or whatever, and and gain double XP. You don't think even that was enough? I always forget to rest in the ends. <laughs> you always forgot to rest in the ends. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I actually I did too. I'll admit that. <laughs> uh, I know in Lord of the Rings Online, they actually, if you log off anywhere, it doesn't matter. You'll, however, you get a certain percentage, um, and it seems to be pretty significant at this point. You know, as far as the double XP goes uh, for killing mobs and stuff, I, I think they've kind of they've taken. Of course, they've taken a lot of World of Warcraft ideas and they've implemented that one. Um, how, how do you think the cheating community is in general? I mean, are they still pretty prevalent? Is Are there a lot of there's, hardcore cheaters out there? There's a lot of botters. A lot, a lot of botters. Yeah. I mean, once you've done it, or once you've gone on an anti-botting crusade, you can really tell that, that they're everywhere. There are certain zones where they, they're always going to be there because they can farm. And whenever you see... I know there's Chinese gold farmers where it's a one-to-one -one ratio of game clients to, to, to people running them, but there are other other farmers where they do use bots. They'll have, you know, 10, 10 12 computers all botting and one person running those bots. Right. So whenever you see an online leveling service or you see a... See somebody spamming me in-game for free gold. online gold. You know, it could be all botting. <laughs> Right. Uh, the American ones tend to use technology, and the Chinese use numbers. Hmm. Not to stereotype or anything. So I don't know. I, I guess I guess what I'm, I you know, what I want to. You sound like you you're kind of a reformed cheater, but I guess I'm not entirely convinced. Are you gonna make me take a test? Well, no. I mean, I'm not saying that. I just, uh, you know, was it really worth it when it's all said and done with? Not really. Not the. Not the. No. Not for this game. I mean, all the other. I mean, you was obviously fun. seem to like this and game a lot since even after you got caught, you decided to come back. Yeah. But I'm, I'm kind of glad I got caught. In the end, I, I feel like it was kind of a good thing. Made me play the game differently. It's not about statistics or numbers or anything like that now. It's sexual enjoyment. Would you. It's still uh, slow to level, but. It's enjoyment. <laughs> okay, well, I, I guess uh, there's, a, there's a lesson to be learned there. Um, would you try cheating again if you thought you'd get away with it? I think if I was playing, you know, uh, a multiplayer game with some friends, I would do it for fun. <laughs> but I don't think for fun, I would. Yeah, of course. You can't totally change your tiger's stripes now, I can you? I, I totally enjoy just, you know, knowing some trick or pulling off something that, that nobody else knows or thinks about. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy doing it, you know, but usually once, you know, as opposed to my my tales of Street Fighter 2 or, or Space Invaders or anything like that, where I would do it over and over again while I was just young. <laughs> that was kind of fun. You're a, you were a young punk back then who didn't know any better. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I, I don't know. I just, it, it's interesting to, to, to talk to you. I, I appreciate you kind of spilling your guts. Spilling your guts. A lot of people wouldn't admit that, that they were a notorious cheater. And, uh, you know, it's, I, I guess, I guess the first step to, you know, to recovery <laughs> is, a, is the admission that you're a cheater, I guess. <laughs> um, how, how do you think, you know, do you think, like, cheating in, like, other parts of life are, you know, acceptable? I mean, I... Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'm just asking, in like... In the corporate world, everybody's cheating. Right, I mean... I, uh, and I in, bring this in up. In politics, everyone cheats. In every aspect of life, everyone cheats. Are you basically other. saying is, is if if you aren't cheating, you aren't trying, right? Yeah, I think I think there's a sports coach that said it best. Right, and you know, and the, like I, I, the reason why I bring that up is because that whole recent incident with uh, Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots and the whole. <laughs> but actually, I think I think that that was kind of dishonorable in in the way he did it. I. I I'm conflicted on that one. Yeah, I think but then he had his own minion, his yeah, own, uh, I think that was his own other coach, his, uh, his coach, his protege that he kind of set up, and he's now coaching the J- the Jets. You know, this he's isn't the one a team turned with, a, in. with a, any fear of a losing record right. that stooped to these tactics, and he was caught doing it before against the Packers, but two years ago, the same exact guy doing yeah, the same so. exact thing, and yeah. he skated free, and so I I think it was crossing the line. And I think it was dishonorable. And I think, you know, I like to cheat and maybe create some entertainment for some friends at a get-together, like a land party or something. <laughs> or I like to cheat and get my character that I, instead of playing 100%, I played it, you know, maybe 75% or 25% of the time I was actually playing the character. Right. To just grind through some levels. That... That's all bad, I suppose. Well, maybe just the no, nah, maybe none of it's bad. Man, it's but not what he did was actually when... bad. I mean, it's affecting all the other teams in the league, and and it's you know there's cheating, and then there's cheating. I guess. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Well, I... you don't seem to believe that. No, I I don't. I I kind of have some issues with you, but you know I I do appreciate <laughs> you coming on to. You know, coming on and allowing me to do this interview with you—it's—it's it's been, uh, it's been interesting. It's been, uh, it's been, you know, it's been a great interview, and I, I really do appreciate your time. Thank you for coming on, God Mode X. Thank you. Will you, will you be cheating now too? <laughs> no. Bring you over to. The- I, I I don't think so. I don't think so. But um, but like I said, I do appreciate your insights, and uh, we'll just call it from there. Thank you again. Well, that was uh, that was the interesting interview with uh, God Mode X. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, he. Uh, you know, it was it was an interesting interview at first. Like I said, at first, I man, I, I didn't know what to think about this guy. He, I, I thought he was kind of full of crap at first, but then he started talking about like what he used to do with, you know, when he was like trying to prevent people from being his high scores at Space Invaders <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> That, you know, the thing is, is that I could actually see somebody doing that. I, so I think he needs some anger management. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> totally. a little less testosterone. I don't too. think he was totally serious <laughs> all the way through it. No, I mean but, some of some. I think some. You know, at the beginning, he was just, you know, 
trying to make fun and stuff. The withholding of the whole thing. And from his yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think he was absolutely full of crap then, but... You know, then he started getting into it, and he actually started to... Yeah, the nuts and bolts open up about what, what he used we've to all do, you know? heard about and read, I think. Yeah. What was with the voice? Did he... Does well, he sound yeah, like before, an elf Of course, I had, to ch I had to change it, because he, he, <laughs> he basically said that he wanted his voice... Altered to protect... Altered to protect his identity. It's the entire WoW Glider community yeah. descends <laughs> upon his house by right. fingerprinting <laughs> his vocal pattern. Right, exactly. So, so maybe he does some online raids you know, or something. So he required... But, you know, if you really wanted to know what his voice sounded like, I, I guess it was some... I don't Is know. it melodic and musical, like an elf? No, I, I wouldn't say that. It, it was... Kind of more or less, kind of like he was a like a hyperactive, uh, you know that that dude who who was on that the Counter Strike video, the oh the uh, boom it, headshot, boom headshot dude. guy. I swear to God, he kind of sounded like that dude almost. <laughs> I mean, it was I know it wasn't that guy, but it, maybe it was. He was doing a, a get another maybe. <laughs> but man, I mean, he kind of yeah, at at points in time he kind of sounded a little manic about it, and then and then he, <laughs> and then he kind of settled down a little bit, and you know, especially kind of towards the. Yeah, when you asked the him about I, the technology him and down stuff. And he, you know, but he did provide, you know, some decent information, which yeah. I thought was, you know, kind of interesting about the whole botting community in World of Warcraft. And Yeah, that's a different breed for sure. Yeah, it totally is. It sounds kind of intriguing to me, the idea of being able to program your own AI into the game. That's kind of cool. That's something that I really enjoyed about Final Fantasy X is that you have this set of three party members but you can make the other you can only control one person in battle at once and you have to make your other two party members into bots of sorts you have to say if their HP is this or somebody's HP is this then cast heal or make your first move a steal move oh, yeah. or target whatever the party leader's targeting or target the nearest threat it's, it's just it's really cool stuff and when I was Listening right. to it, you it know, sounded kind of fun. I think Blizzard kind of brought, you know, they kind of brought the initial, you know, botting thing on themselves because they... They allow mods. They, well, not only did they allow mods, but they allowed macroing up to a point initially. I mean, this was initially... Oh, the old macro I mean, system? Like the old yeah, macro was, system was like, that, you could I, do anything. I had that lazy warrior thing running for a while, and you could... You could yeah, press you one could, button yeah, and it would do one whatever you needed it to. It would execute a well, set of like, detected the, that the, the mob you're trying to kill doesn't have, uh, you know, this deton or this debuff on it. So I'm going to apply that as my next action. But meanwhile, you're just button mashing like it's a like yeah, it's really, a Nintendo it was, or something. It, was, it <laughs> nice. wasn't really it was any great. different than I loved it actually. Total botting. No, it was to a certain point because you had to actually physically be at your, you know, computer doing all that. But man, I mean. But, you know, that that's what... I mean, Blizzard brought it on, on themselves initially, where, you know, they, they had too many loopholes, and they, you know, and, they, and they, I think they did the right thing initially. They were like, okay, we want to have as much freedom as possible. You know, as opposed to Lord of the Rings Online, which has... I mean, yeah, you can you can modify the, the user interface with skins, and that's like it. I mean, you can't do anything really creative with Lord of the Rings Online at all. Yeah. Well, you know, I foolishly thinking that I'd be able to ask this guy questions. I read up on the um, the warden thing he was discussing, right? And the technology there, and that thing is insidious and very much hated by not 
just the botter community, but everybody, because it what was it? setting off alarms on people's um, anti-spyware, and it, it's spyware by Blizzard, and the thing scans your system every like 15 seconds, scans all the all the programs, all the executables that are running, really, and figures out what you're doing, and it's looking for stuff just like that glider program so, or whatever wow. bot they I have. Didn't know that. So what if you happen to be surfing porn while you're playing World of they Warcraft? Know. They know. They know the title of your internet <laughs> really? explorer. Yeah. Wow. So and all those poor multiboxers. Well, yeah, you know. <laughs> apparently that seems to be fully sanctioned by a blizzard as really? opposed to cheating. Yeah. You know cuz I I was when I was listening to that whole description about the cheating stuff, it almost seems like some level of that would need to be would need to happen in order to pull off multiboxing that you'd have to make some of those characters bots especially if you're doing what like 29 characters at once or whatever that's well i think when was. he was when he was discussing the um the, the part about where the one would follow the other or yeah something like that you know that'd be a multiboxer's dream i would think that they don't have to but maybe you i think maybe manage. again thinking i think the multiboxers like the challenge i think they really enjoy writing all their macros out because he just didn't sound like he had to do any programming at all no, but no, they, it sounded like a pretty easy process. I mean, yeah. it sounded like a twelve-year-old could get on and did. just do it. Pro- actually, probably a twelve-year-old would be better than like us. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. But I thought I had two thoughts during it. One was that yeah, there's it's definitely different kinds of gamers. There's these these the botters, the multi-boxers that are these fringes in totally different directions. One want one faction wants total control over everything that's happening. They're like the ultimate. You know, control freaks, and the others are kind of like, well, I let it. It's like fishing, kind. It's like, well, not fishing. It's like dropping a net and seeing what you turn up. You know, well, I let it run and right. it did whatever. There's some, and then there's the people that actually are playing the game. You yeah. know, and then the other thought was, um, do you remember when Noah? Do you remember when you and I were playing Progress Quest? Yeah, I'd it sounded that. just like the realization of the dream of Progress Quest, but yeah. you know, that was so hilarious. If you're not familiar with it listeners progress quest is some kind of i guess it's a software satire on the state of rpg games where you'd install it and then it just be you run it (laughs) yeah you just run it and then your character's going on all these quests and going on all these battles and and it tells you about it but you don't do anything yeah you don't do anything except start you got to install it i don't know the url but i'll put it in the show notes but it's purely text-based it still exists your character is running around this fantasy world it's kind of like a mud where oh it's totally generic here it's it's like didn't didn't i have like a level 12 plus two pokey stick yeah, yeah, that's the funniest thing about it is it's got this totally <laughs> hilarious set of rewards and yeah. skills and quests like you're going on fetch me a broomstick and crap like that. It's it's just freaking hilarious. Yeah, it's like kill five sewer rats, you know, and mm-hmm. fetch me, yeah, fetch me, I think it does have fetch me a broomstick. It's yeah. so funny. And your weapons are stuff like that, broomsticks yeah. and cheesy things like that. <laughs> but we, di- we digress. We digress. Yeah, it was a real interesting interview. I mean, he... You know, I, I I was appreciative that he actually kind of just opened up and just gave us yeah, a look after into the like initial bluster or whatever. Thing, you know, it was like, dang, you know. Yeah. You know, he will he be ab- uh, available for any follow up stuff? Probably ever, not. I, I you know, I'm not. <laughs> Is sure. that a one time off? I, you know, he, did you part on good terms? Yeah, I, I thought so. I mean, you know, we when we ended it, you know, he was cool about it, and I said, I you know, I know I asked you some tough questions and. You know, you probably didn't want to reveal everything. Did he want you to edit anything out of it? No, I mean, well, he really never said anything, but there were some things in there that I left out, you know, just, 
because I didn't think that it was appropriate, you oh, know, cool. or necessary really for the interview, which was, you know, which is fine by me. I mean, he, but he never came out and, you know, specifically asked me to, to do that. So after you guys have heard his story, yeah, I, I, I'm sure that as long as you've played, you've seen bots, but after hearing this story, would you be encouraged if you see a bot from this point forward and wow to turn him in or, or what? What would you do? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the funny thing is, is that I've never, I've never personally seen a bot in World of Warcraft. Well, you've seen him. I mean, I'm, well, maybe I have seen him. I guess I just never really looked Stayed at him one up close. Long if, you, if you ever went to Angoro Crater, you've seen him. Really? Or, well, maybe, no, actually, um, it's the... I can't, God, I can't think. The Tanaris. Tanaris, yeah. If you've ever been there, you've seen them. Really? They're just, you know, but they've been, they they had bots for like Dark Age of Camelot, even. Really? See, and I I just never. I don't know about the EverQuest games, but. I never felt the need to cheat in any of those games. I mean, I just don't. I mean, hey, I admit, sometimes I do god mode. I've done god mode in some first-person shooters, you know, mm-hmm. just because some of them have been kind of ridiculously hard for me. Because I suck. <laughs> and I freely admit that. What I wanted to ask him, and I... But, I mean, I just actually, you know, I just don't... I didn't put it on my list, but I wanted to know if you ever did um, Battleground botting, because that's, like, so annoying. Oh, man, yeah. Because they, they would... They would you knew it was well. It was either a bot or somebody watching a TV show. <laughs> I could never yeah. figure it out. They could get into the queue, and then they'd either do something like really repetitive or nothing. And right. I hated that. So, so they, I have one other. If it was like the if it was the capture the flag one, they just stay in the flag room the entire time. Yeah, but not really do anything. Not ever talk. Not right. ever. So I have actually another question related to cheating for you guys. We've talked about botting, but there's another type of tactic that some people believe is cheating. And I wonder if you guys, I don't know, we didn't get a chance to get, ask God Mode X this, but do you guys feel that buying gold is cheating? I do. Oh, we've kind of gone, didn't we go over we this? Kinda, we kind of talked over, about it, but I think it's nice to, to go back to that point since it's kind of relevant. You know, and I'll, I'll admit, I've, I've done it. I wonder what his thoughts are. On I've it. I've actually done it before. I, I just I want, remember you told me I wanted to see how it would work. I so didn't what's care. the line that divides that from being a, a bad thing or a good thing for, across from botting? Uh, you know, seeing that that's that's the thing. You know, it's like I really I couldn't judge the guy, you know, harshly, but yet because you've already you know, but the been thing on is, the is that, dark side. Well, but see, <laughs> you know, and I kind of wonder. It's like, you know, do I do I care about the gold farming all that much? I don't know that I do, and I, I, do. I and I don't think the I don't think that these gaming companies do anymore either. I mean, I really don't. If, if they as cared, long as they're getting a subscription. You know what? If if they cared, they, they they would quash it right off the bat. But they don't, and and it's and this the gold farming thing is prevalent in every MMO you encounter. I get spam in Lord of the Rings Online all the time. I think I've even got a couple of tells in uh, City of Heroes before. Well, I think with the subscription base that um, WoW got, it took gold farming to a new level, and it's never going to go away. No, I, I mean, mean I, I know it's too it big of a business, before, but now it's like it's too big of a business. And you know what? And I think as game. long as you know, if if these gold farming companies are paying subscriptions to to Blizzard to do it, and all these other companies to do it. 
the game publishers aren't going to do squat about it because they're making money off the subscriptions. Mm-hmm. They're making money off of game sales and account sales. They're Seem- not going to do anything about it. Yeah, I hate I hate that. I I really hate gold farming because I, I you know and I, I understand where you're coming from there. I, well, when they're I, in the I, same really place do, you but, are and they're you know they're killing everything and you just need four more whatever. You know, I've never had that problem where they <laughs> where it's legs. been like an interference on my on my gameplay. Yeah, when it interferes with farming, my experience. You know, the yeah. thing is, is that the the fact of the matter is, is that you know these game companies aren't going to do a thing about it because they're just getting more subscriptions out of it. Period. It's funny that's so relevant to a, an episode of Battlestar Galactica I watched tonight from season two. Still catching <laughs> up. Really? Still catching up, are we? The second half of season two, we moved on to 2.5, but it was an episode about the black market, and the president wanted to squash the black market, right. and their and she voice was that, that she couldn't really quash it because it was actually a good thing because it was... Well, they said it was inevitable. There was nothing you could do that right. needed to be there because with the rationing system of supplies that were in place, eventually everything would run out, and people would have to turn to somewhere else in order to accomplish what they needed. Exactly. 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 Oh, you know, it's a good one. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of shocking. It's because too bad that <laughs> it's too bad that show's going to end next season. No, it's That's good. It's, it's it's they're never going to jump the shark. They're going to go out with. Yeah, some. I read about that. They said that that would, they did it on purpose creatively. It wasn't. The, I thought it was a budget thing or a network thing, but they said they decided that they're like our characters or shows gone on arc. You shouldn't and stretch things out forever. Just like see Robert Jordan d- dead. Yesterday, today. oh man, that's bad. Real time book series, news, wasn't it? Started out mm. great, great. I'm totally digressing, but great book series, great. <laughs> no, it's worth Set mentioning. It is, yeah. That guy, shoot, you could create, you could create. Well, actually, there was like a real popular mud. Yeah, I uh, played based that on one. his on his books back in the day. Creator's was, Shadow, I think it was called. It was great. Oh man, you know, it was just it's it's kind of depressing. I mean, I kind of liked. We'll I like I, I liked most of his books up to like I think it was like book seven or so. When the pace slowed down and the and politics just, and intrigue yeah. picked up and it became like a soap opera. Yeah, it, it kind of disappointed me. Except after without a while, the action, but, you know, it's kind of it's I don't know. It's going to be a real drag for like the hardcore Jordan fans out there. And there are seriously hardcore Jordan fans out there who are going to be like, uh, where do we go from here? Because there's like no more story and he hasn't killed everybody that he needs to kill yet. Well, because they kept coming back. <laughs> well, yeah, they keep coming back or... <laughs> he kills one and two or pop he up. gets like whack-a-mole. <laughs> or he got like, you know, distracted because he had to go on a different kind of quest to go do something right. else, you know. I'm, like, I'm, I just can't believe it. I, I mean, I, I read about it like two years ago that he had been diagnosed with a blood disease, but the last update I read is Outlook was good and he was responding to the medication and, yeah. and then bam dead today. Yeah, that's too bad. That's too bad. I, I have to admit I really I, I liked the first you know the first half I guess of the series and then it just kind of went downhill from there for me. But back to our topic <laughs> that we're off topic on already which is the tangent for the Battlestar Galactica <laughs> during the segment on cheating which is a recap of, of another segment um <laughs> I think at least at least they're not going to jump the shark. It's not like the X-Files where yeah. people were actually, you know, I mean, um, David Duchovny was actually embarrassed to film the final season, you know, well, what turned out to be the, yeah. you know, it's like, I would love to go out with some modicum of self-respect, but it looks like we're just going to. Yeah, but keep- then but then he 
sells out and when the next movie comes out he's gonna be in it so unbelievable yeah. yeah of course he really hasn't done much since then he's got a new series he's now kind of a behind the good. scenes kind of guy I think now no he's got this new series called Californication or, or yeah, something like the Fornication or... here we go again we're going off on another tangent and he was in California we can't, we can't stop this and now right. he's in California yeah no, 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 it's a train no. that, it's a train <laughs> that will not stop maybe with that we should wrap this segment up I, I think so I think that <laughs> it, was, it was a very good it was a very good interview uh, again yes God thank you very X. much Jason for um, yeah Enduring. God Mode X was a very willing participant. Yeah, we very much appreciate And his you know, if, if we ever have the opportunity to interview somebody like that again, we'll, we'll definitely get them on the show. Yeah. If you know any other great interviews like that, just let us know. Mail at channelmassive.com. to our roundtable segment we're going to talk about game guides both the book ones that you see in the bookstores and also the ones online at places like gamefaqs.com oh you mean the 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 game guides you can actually buy and the game guides that basically have the same exact information that you could find on the internet and with coolest ski art yeah yeah so there's a bit of a debate amongst us or just a discussion about whether this is whether game guides are good for the game industry or the game community in general or if they just detract from the experience too much they're a bit of a sham they're just a way to get people's money there's also another point of view where it gets more people into playing games because it provides a way for people who aren't very experienced casual gamers a way to figure out how to get somewhere in the game and achieve some level of success I, I feel like I kind of have a rule like uh, well I, I did I did have a rule <laughs> with with, um, with with arcade games and single player games and that type of thing if I I give it like 15 minutes if I'm you know if I've hit a dead end and I'm stuck or something like that and 15 minutes goes by and I'm still stuck like mm-hmm. Marvel Ultimate Alliance I was in the hell level and I couldn't figure out the sequence for this thing and I just don't have that much time to play games like I used yeah. to. So I don't really want to spend three hours solving a, a problem just because I wasn't paying attention when I went across this part or the or other. Or because you didn't read the instructions. No, I read with. the instructions. Well, there were no instructions for that. But, just asking. I mean, you know, like, well, yeah, if I can't figure out how a power works or something, then yeah, duh. But, I mean, I'm, I was just, like, miss, missing this one thing. And so I, I paused the game, went, Googled it, saw what I needed to do, went back to the game and played it. You know, that's kind of how I, I like to play most most of them. With WoW, um, recently, you know, like I, I think I've talked about it a little bit, I did follow a guide with my warrior, my level 70 warrior. From level 1 to 70, I followed a guide. Yeah. Brian Cop's guide, I think it was called, and I actually purchased it. And um, his is actually kind of a, his is the Alliance version of a copy of uh, Joanna's guide, which is the Horde version. Which I also bought, but haven't really used because I haven't been playing a horde character. But it it was really kind of neat to have a guide to take you through because when I when I was playing leveling up my hunter with no guide, just the you know just the different uh, like Alakazam and all those sites. Right. I 
I got really frustrated because I knew that I needed to go to other zones, but I wasn't sure like what the best time was, and I felt I was in my I think I was in my just about level 50, and I felt like I'd run out of content kind of, and I thought I like my only real alternative was to grind. And then I play I went through this guide and actually there was tons of stuff to do. I just didn't know it all and it was nice to have it all in one place to follow, mm-hmm. you know. I didn't do exactly everything that the guide said. You know, I did some things different. I did some instances that the guide doesn't have you do really any instances yeah. except for a couple of key moments. Um, but all in all, it was a pleasant experience to follow the guide. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I I think it was okay. I know there's free versions, but you could tell this guy took his time. He he made uh he made some databases for ma- map mods that you could load in, so your map would show you the sequence to f- do the quests in and where to go and everything. And that, that was kind of neat to have. It just felt like m- m- rather than autopilot, I felt like I had kind of a helping hand with it. So yeah. that was oh, pretty man. positive. I don't know, dude. That just sounds kind of lame to me, to be perfectly honest with you. Well, but you play it differently, you know? I mean, everybody... Yeah, I know I do, but it's still, like, you know... It's like... I mean, these these games do allow a certain amount of flexibility. You don't have to do everything exactly. I mean, yeah, it's like, okay, it gives you the optimum, you know, way to, you know, get experience and run certain quests in a certain order or whatever. You know, if you feel like you're in the same zone, you know, you run quests, you know, here, here, and here first or whatever, and... You know, it's like, to me, I, I just don't buy into that. It's like, okay, you know, expect, you know, and I, I've kind of done this in Lord of the Rings Online where, you know, I don't, you know, I don't try to do every single freaking quest that's out there, you know? I just don't. If I happen to run into a quest, I, I'll do it. If I don't get around to it and it, like, becomes, like, so inconsequential, eventually I'll just cancel the quest and not even bother with it. Yeah. You know, and, and if I happen to run into some mobs along the way, then I kill the mobs if I feel like it. If I don't, I don't. I just... I go exploring. I... Well, sure. Well, and, you, you know... know I do quests when I want to. I... You know, I... Yeah, I just, I, just, I just do whatever I want. I think... Well, that's it, what these games are for. Yeah, I mean. I, yeah, that's what I think that people people but they buy these guides and you know it's 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 almost it's almost like you know it's it's total min maxer attitude and some oh, yeah. people where they want to level they want to have an edge they don't want to cheat exactly yeah, like it's not like god mode x did in our in, in our last segment where he was like just botting to get around but i mean i wouldn't call it cheating i just call it i'd call it just not being imaginative at all i mean you're just you're like, oh, okay, you know, here, hold me by the hand and tell me where I need to go to play, you know, to, to finish these quests and, you know, tell me how, tell me the most efficient way to, to level up a, a character or whatever, and it's like, but it's, I don't care. It's kind of, but, well, you know, teach their own. I wanted to do it. I, I, it was kind of an experiment for me. I wanted to, and I did, I did, I didn't think I'd go all the way to 70 with it and when I started. I just <laughs> wanted to, I was like, I just want to see, like, what the optimum way to get through the first, like, 20 levels is. Is what and I it really, took you through new areas that you never had even seen Yeah, before. and it I took you through quests that you didn't even I, know existed. You know, I'd been through this all before with my hunter, and with I was... your numerous alts. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, I was trying to just limit it to my hunter, but yeah, I'd been through all this before. Some as Horde, some as Alliance, you know, I... I had missed a lot of stuff, even just thinking I was 
thinking I was being fairly imaginative in what I was doing, and I was going places where people had talked about going, and you know. But at the, when I did it, did it before, a lot of it was geared towards doing instances, and this time I was following the guide, which was just pure quests. Right. And so there were a lot of quests I had just skipped, like you said, like they're too hard or they're they're not, you know. There's no real tangible reward for it. It's like 50 right. silver, you know. Well, for wow, that's like <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah nothing. chump change, you know. So I did it as mostly an experiment, but then after I got to level 20, I was like, well, all right, I'm going to continue the experiment and go to level 40. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to continue and get to 60. And then the expansion came out, and the guy did the next 10 levels for free. <laughs> I was like, well, I might as well. I've gone this far. I might as well, you know, follow it to that. Would yeah. I do it again? I don't know. Now I know. Well, actually, when we're doing our noob night thing i was doing the joanna's guide to experiment yeah. with that for us which we, i want to get back to i know i know you jones in to get your succubus yeah um <laughs> but i would draw a distinction who wouldn't be jonesing to get your succubus? exactly I'm I, would, telling I, would, you. I would draw a clear distinction between the printed guides and the game guides be the be they free game guides or paid for i think the printed ones are horrible because well, they just crack me up you know and i think it's like a total scam to well, begin with, because you, know, you know, yeah, it is because you know the game companies, the game publishers make a deal with Prima or who. Oh yeah, and they get like exclusive access, they exclusive access, which they the never games. claim they do. I got this all but from you the know beta. What? But when the, it's like, <laughs> yeah, and then and, you know, and then the the dweeb in game in in the GameStop or EB Games, or whatever, it's like <laughs> bundles. <laughs> Would you like to purchase they the game guide along with this game? Oh yeah, and it's like, and it's like every time I get asked that, I'm like, no. I know, I do because too. you know what? I'll just go on the internet and find all the same information. Thank well, you yeah, very much. I know. Nine you times know, out of ten. Stupid. There's nothing in those guides I've ever seen, and I, I've actually picked up a few. There's nothing in them that is There's nothing not a darn you, thing. you either can't find in the manual or yeah. if it's a quest walkthrough that you can't find online in more detail with better maps. You yeah. know, given note, the, note to depends you. on the popularity of note, the game. Note to yeah. Prima. Note to Prina, you better wake up because Well, well know, they've been getting slightly revolutionary too, where you can get online inserts and then they come out with these binders which cost you extra. Yeah, but so still, you have the game and then you keep modifying it, it to keep it current nice, with these these pages you print out. Well I think also you guys are talking a lot about it from a PC gaming or an MMO gaming perspective. I think definitely for MMOs where the game's constantly evolving, there's new patches right. coming out, there's new zones, mm-hmm. modifications, tweaks. Printed guides are just a joke because then you're just caught in this well, trap. You, you know what? And, 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 and the and the 15 year old kid who wants to be the first to print out a guide on GameFacts.com or wherever, they're going to print out a guide faster than Prima yeah. ever could. They could produce a quick guide. Doesn't necessarily have to have all the graphics and stuff, but you know what? With with Photoshop and you're able to print out your own screenshots and stuff in the game, you can do pretty well. You can do pretty well. For me, when I was uh, when I was younger and I was just playing console games, for the games that I really liked, that I was most excited about, that were big, like role-playing games or games with really complex maps, I'd like to get the strategy guide because it would usually have more of the artwork that went with the game, which to me, being a big fan of game art, it's just like, oh yeah, I'd love to have more examples of that actually in printed format because the internet wasn't around back then. Yeah, Whatever art there was of the game was scrunched onto the box or onto the manual. Posters were hard to come by, all that other stuff. And for games that I just really respected and I wanted to get as much out of it as I could, I'm like, yeah, I want to get the strategy guide just so I can get as much as I can. And I didn't ever want it for spoilers. I didn't want to 
have everything spelled out for me. It's only a reference. And today that's very similar to how I am, although I'm a lot more reticent to buy a guide just because I don't want to get in. I don't, I don't get into as big complex games as often anymore. Right. But if I do, I'm a lot like Mark in that I just don't have a lot of time. And there's great adventure games out there that I like to play, but I don't have the time like when I was a little kid where I could play it day after day after day after right. I got my homework done or over summer break and ultimately figure it out. And I remember how rewarding that felt. But sometimes there's just these asinine puzzles or these ridiculous yeah, challenges. And it's just like, just tell me what it is. And with a game like Final Fantasy where they over-engineer all the side quests and all the different little things, it's just like, again, I don't. I want to experience it. And I want to be able to choose what path I'm going to take and then figure it out largely on my own. But... I don't have time to figure out the ski art maps on the internet because that's usually what I see is it's all a ski base. I don't see Photoshop versions. Oh, and yeah. I know with the printed guide, I'm look. I'm dealing with a console game that's not going to change, and I've got these really nice maps and artwork again that comes from the game publisher, which is that's all right up my alley. Yeah. And it, to me, it, it's the full experience in that instance. Now, a strategy guide for like Mario Brothers or a cheesy puzzle game or, or something like that, it's a joke. It's a ripoff, and I think you reach a point where you realize I'm just going to go online for that junk. But for me, I, I still think there's something cool. There's something novel. As a, as a person who loves books, who loves game artwork, and wants to get the most out of his most favorite games, it's it's still pretty cool yeah. to buy a neat strategy guide that comes with an art book in it or a making of story, stuff like that. It's, it's kind of cool. Yeah, I think it is different between the two genres. The value is very different. And I've been a huge fan also of the guy that you've been using with our Warcraft the new stuff. Game. Yeah, the Joanna's Guide, because, again, we're dealing with a very limited time window between our two schedules where we can play, and we re- I think we get a lot more out of our experience that I just, I'm not going to be able to get on right. my own time. Yeah, I think so. There's not a lot of milling around. It's pretty much go, go, go mode. You know, the only the only way I, I go out of my way to go search for something on the internet is if, if there's a quest that I need to do and I'm, like, totally stuck. Yeah. You know? And or I need to I need the you know if I'm looking for a particular mob or something like that and I don't know where a mob is located at you know I'll I'll look it up there. Mm-hmm. You know that that's kind of the extent for me. You know if I if I get into crafting or something like that and I want to know maybe down the line what kind of crafting recipe I might have to mess with. I like guides for crafting. All that all that information is out for there sure. on the internet. When you know, I and it's great. I you know, it's great to use. It's kind of good for future reference too, you know, cuz you know what components you're going to need, you know, what you might want to start collecting. Right. That kind of thing. You know, but I don't use it to I I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't use it to cheat in my my overall experience. Yeah. As I'm going out and exploring or questing you know if i if i happen to run into you know i might just be walking around and somebody might go hey you want to go on this quest with me and i'm like yeah sure when you've also said before many times that you're more of an explorer gameplay style yeah right or an adventure something like that i'm more of a explorer and the people who are like go cd and they're into min maxing i mean that's what guides are made for oh yeah it's that's the perfect target market for guides i think so too and you know, the other thing about guides for MMOs that are printed, that are, you know, we, I think we covered it, but yeah. they're like, a, it's like taking a, you know, buying a car new versus 
you know buying buying it after it's it's buying a used car like the second you drive that guide off the lot its value to you diminishes so fast because it's it's static and these games are ever evolving yeah, and you just right. exactly yeah. I mean yeah if you buy the Prima guide when the game first comes out in a month or two all that information might be irrelevant it's so funny you mentioned that because when I was getting my new DS Lite the other day as I was walking out the store there was this big little well there's this cardboard stand for Dungeon Explorer Volume 2 I think for mm-hmm. Warcraft of all things I'm like, oh, oh I've seen a, I didn't even know there was a Volume 2 yeah I think it must have just Makes came sense. out because they made a, they had a big display for it but I was just I was thinking about the same conversation that we've had before yeah. and what it's kind of a joke and it's neat you know part of the 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 cons- total mass consumer um, trained by the marketer's lackey in me, picks that shiny, glossy guide up with all the cool maps and all that and goes, wow, this is so cool. You and know, and it ties back to how it was in the 80s when there was Dungeons and Dragons and you wanted yeah. to get all these different types of books to build your experience. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. That metaphor doesn't hold as true today with electronic entertainment. No. Nope. Not at all. It's kinda... I mean, I like a bestiary just as much as anybody else. Oh, yeah. That's totally fun stuff to look through. Yeah. The, really into the, the game world. Yeah. Yeah, if you're a dork. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a dork. If Jim were here, he'd totally be saying crap like that to yeah. us tonight. <laughs> you guys are just nerds, dweeb. man. Oh my god, this exactly is so stupid. exactly what hit points and stats the, the Eye of Kilrog had. <laughs> to him, we would be the min-maxers, even though we're definitely not. Oh yeah, by comparison. Yeah. That's the great thing about being a geek. There's always someone you can look down on as being more of a geek than you. <laughs> so, man... That guy is a total <laughs> dork, but <laughs> I, yeah. I live in the fast lane, you know. I only I play to, I, I 48 one, hours a week. I, I had one of those revelations with a guy that I used to work with. He was like, because I like Star Trek, you know. And he took it to a new level. I'm a pretty big Star Trek fan, I think. Oh, I thought I was. <laughs> but this guy took it to an entirely different level. Like, and he invited me over for dinner one night, and that was, like, the worst mistake I think I ever made. Because <laughs> I, like, walked into his house, and his house was, like, a total shrine. Was it, like, Star in Trek. the 40-year-old virgin, where where they say, just take anything out of the house that would be embarrassing? And when, <laughs> yeah. when the date comes over, there's it's absolutely empty. Right. right. <laughs> everything would be embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, this guy had... I mean, it was. It was, a, it was a shrine to Star Trek. His entire house was. It was his wife dressed as a slave girl? Well, his wife makeup. was very... Well, I, I don't know. I'm not going to comment too much on it. It just because she know. was everything a Star Trek geek's wife should be. He, he was, yeah, she was. She was everything a Star Trek wife geek should be. Um, Did you? Ha- she wasn't green and and had really loose clothing. Did you have a giant ba- a battle with giant Q-tips? No, we didn't. <laughs> but you know, Summarizing. I, I I I felt that it was coming. I, I felt that it, that was like the next logical step to take. But like, now that you're over, let's go yeah, to the basement exactly. where I've, I, I, where I I've, I've erected happen, an authentic but... uh, combat ring. And let me get the music going. <laughs> this guy was like the ultimate, you know. And it was just, it was frightening, it was scary, and I, it actually just kind of disturbed me so much to where I, I just didn't watch Trek for the longest time. I was just like, no. Did you ever talk you to him again? Still don't watch Star Trek much. No. I think it, I think he broke you. He did. He, he absolutely broke me. It was just <laughs> like, I like Star Trek, but I don't like it that much. Thank you. 
He was just like, I could, I could never love it as much as you. Yeah. So no. I'll just bow out. Yeah, I'll just stop, you know. I'll just stop it. Well, on that note and that <laughs> final tangent, I, I think we've uh, covered our guide our guide section. I think our opinions are pretty well spelled out. Yes. But if you have any questions, feel free to contact us about it. Or tell your own experience about guides. At www.channelmassive.com or mail, M-A-I-L, at channelmassive.com. Thanks for clarifying that. <laughs> I always Saved feel compelled to do that. <laughs> I'm going to have to create like an alias for the mail in case somebody just is a smart ass and sends it to well, mail. Sure we've talked mail. about it so often. I'm sure that's going to start Channelmassive.com. Yeah. <laughs> You've got mail. You've got mail. <laughs> All right, let's move on and take a let's take a break. Yes. That was a great break. Oh, yeah. I feel so refreshed. Yeah. Especially Uh, after the Swedish hookers came in. That was the best. I didn't even see them. But they left when he started talking about Star Trek trivia. Yeah, that kind of turned them off. Maybe that's what happened. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Mental note. Sorry. Mental note about the Swedish hookers? Yeah, don't talk about (laughs) Star Trek when the Swedish hookers show up. Talking about Star Trek in front of hookers. If only they wouldn't have been humming ABBA songs. That would have been much better off. True. (laughs) So now we're into our rant section about Care Bear game design, as Jason once described it. And I wanted to introduce this segment just because... It reminded me of another reason why I liked buying strategy guides in the past, because when games were made in the 80s, there wasn't... You had to read the manual when you got it. Never read it now. There was never directions about it, and then you're going to use this button to do this activity, or you're going to... There was no sense of walkthroughs whatsoever. You're just dumped into the game, whether it's Robotron or Castlevania... Whatever it is, whether it was intuitive Man, or not, we're going, we're going old school. Yeah, now. we are. Well, yeah, that's I'm we haven't gone quite as far back as Space Invaders, but <laughs> no, <laughs> or even pre-video game, exactly, Pong, yeah. whatever. And so Pong. back then, it's there was another added incentive to strategy guides in that they could help you learn the basics and even some stuff that you may not even figure out from the manual. Nowadays, though, lots of games, whether it's on the console or on the PC, whether it's MMOs whatever type of thing you can think of there's a lot more hand holding in the game design especially at the start and sometimes all the way through from beginning to end helping to shepherd even the most novice of gamer assuming it's like their first game they've ever played yeah telling them exactly how to play and the the, the manuals are pointless now there's no reason to read a manual bioshock when you first started up when you choose your mode it has um it, it illustrates like your skill level Mm-hmm. So there's like easy, medium, hard, and easy's like I've never played a shooter before. It's like <laughs> you've never played a shooter before. Who's never played a shooter before? Right. Is that Why? even possible? Aren't babies born now with like shooter experience? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they are. Right. Exactly. I mean, I mean, it's like innate knowledge now. Yeah. I use I use double. Yeah. They're You're just you know, born with the little knowledge. kids' hands just gravitate to A, W, D, and S. You know, <laughs> and then the other one goes exactly. over to the mouse. It it just doesn't seem possible that 
people would never have played yeah, a shooter. Never played a shooter before. It just doesn't does not compute, man. But, you know, to your point, it seems like all games, all the genres of games have standardized on the controls to the most for the most for the part. Most There's part. not too many surprises out there, it's except for yeah, Sword of the New controls. World. Except for good old Swow. <laughs> Swow. Swow. I keep trying to abbreviate <laughs> it. It's just not flowing like Lotro. acronym for it. It's... No. Man. Yeah. Sot... <laughs> in any case, your point's pretty valid to my ears. I mean, well, and I know for Jason, it's this is something that's particularly prickly for you. Well, you know, it's just you know, part of me, part of me gets like why, why they dumb. I, I guess we'll call it the dumbing down of MMOs to a certain extent. You know, you, you have this cookie cutter. Uh, you know, it's like a, it's really just a cookie cutter way of doing it, where you lead them on quests. You tell them, okay, here's a quest to go kill X amount of whatever, and here's the lore behind it, and here's why you're doing it, and here, here you know, and they just they lead you by the hand throughout the whole whole thing, you know. And it's Lord of the Rings Online is like the perfect example of it all is is that they just lead you through every single quest and they they lead you by the hand they do i have to agree though the quest descriptions like practically yeah, the quest descriptions lay it all I, out I, for I you i felt I like mean. there should be a button that says read more and finish the quest for you yeah yeah exactly <laughs> you, know? you know it's like yeah please you know would you like me to take you exactly to yeah. where this mob is located your computer your your character is now right under there, computer you know? control and you know, it's not so much that it's just you know, I, I kind of I'd like some surprise to my to my gaming experience these days. I'll totally I, do the Blood Elf Warlock quest then for uh, the uh, <laughs> Voidwalker. Well, no, that'll that, surprise that's you. Called, that's called a a a bug in in game design, and and the guys who wrote the quest out obviously just kind of blew it. Yeah. Otherwise, the Blizzard would have done the, the same exact thing. Where the they river led you exactly to where you needed to go. Yeah. You know what I what I'm saying is is that you need you know there needs to be some kind of you know just quest where you know it's like it's just so random you know it's like there's no quest guide out there there's no game guide that could possibly help you out. Well, I know we're I know we're targeting MMOs of course, but do you remember that article that one of you sent or I sent out about month ago on the like top 20 hardest games oh yeah and yeah, one of them cool. i remembered was like one of the bard's tales like two or three which i played through right yes i, I had I no map no no map at all but you had to go into the sewer system and if you didn't go into that sewer system and map it yourself yeah, you get never, hopelessly yeah, lost and you never achieve your goal what was interesting was I, 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 I remember i had a piece of graph paper that's uh, what i did those I were the days man out. i loved mm-hmm. doing that i I mapped that sewer system out with graph paper until I noticed something. The farther I went east, the more it was starting to look like something far to the west. And then when I went north, I noticed it started to repeat a pattern that was south. And that's when I realized that after a certain number of squares, the damn thing was repeating. It was infinite. Oh, jeez. But I mapped it accurately enough to discern the pattern and realize... Oh wow, this is really hard. You know, because you're just so used to finding your edge and then you know mapping, yeah, and there was right. there was no edge to that sewer system. Right. I'll never forget that. Just the comp- I went through probably 
four pages before I got it like right, you know, and it's kind of evil. And I think of games like that where it was that was really hard and took hours because you yeah, know you take challenging. Your, you were like you had to stop. You were like, oh, okay, where am I man. at? You know, do I need to take a left here? Or? Well, and there are multiple levels to the sewer mm-hmm. system, and there was you know, I mean, I finished that game, and I just remember. I had. I wish I kept it. It would be like such a cool like Antique testament artifact. to a bygone day where you you know <laughs> now all these games have maps. They have yeah. like you have radar. You know, yeah, you know <laughs> I mean, the, you... the radar thing kind of drives me a little bit bonkers sometimes because mm-hmm. it's like yeah, like every all the quests are logged. There's a quest log. There's a concept of that, right. so you don't have to write that down. Now, personally, I'm very happy about it all. You know, like I did that. I had that experience. I don't need to do that again, ever again. You know, yeah. I don't need to figure out that I'm repeating a. <laughs> I'm in yeah, an infinite I agree. Loop. I mean, I, there are some parts. So it's of progress. Games which I I really don't care, and it like relieves the tedium. Yeah. Of certain aspects of of it, but you know, I'm talking about me personally. I'm talking about things like, you know, they lead you on this quest. You know, and you're supposed to be. You know, they just lead you by the hand throughout the whole thing. And it's like, God, come on. You know, and the other thing, too, is is that, you know, the world is a harsh place, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what ticks me off about Lord of the Rings Online is that they don't let anybody play, you know, except in monster play, you know, which is restrict. If you're a monster, you're restricted to, like, a zone. Mm-hmm. No. You know, it's like, damn it. You know, if I want to play an orc or, or whatever... I can't go out. I can't go into the Shire as an orc and kill people. You know, it's like why not? It'd be great. You know, why not? You know, I why I, what I can't lead an orc army and penetrate the Shire and kill little hobbitses. No. Well, in a perfect world, yes. In a perfect world, yeah, but, I'd be able to do that. But, but that they, would you know, impact everybody's game experience. Yeah, but, but that would yeah, but that would like harm everybody's game experience and you know and that's a load of crap you know then you know you have the extreme like Ultima Online when it first came out that would be the and I love that the Wild West I love that that was like the uncharted frontier man yeah everything was theoretical the economy you know the first iteration of Ultima Online you could get away with anything yeah you you could. could do anything you know if you wanted to actually live the outlaw gangster lifestyle you could. Mm-hmm. I could be an outlaw and get away with it. You know, these other games, you can't do anything like that. There's no, like, real cool moral choice about that. It's like... You know, I, I think that's kind of what... You know, even in City of Villains, you know, you can't... In City of Villains, it doesn't allow you the option of turning turncoat and turning into a hero all of a sudden. Oh, that'd be really cool. You know? It's like, because, you know, you know, there's always those little arcs in, in, like, the X-Men and stuff where, like, Magneto actually is like, well, you know, we must team up for the greater good, you know, and, right. and you know, and or, you know what, I'm, I'm feeling different about what I used to feel, you know. <laughs> Rather than exterminating humanity, ago. I should embrace yeah, humanity. I should embrace humanity instead, you know, or, you know, something like that, you know, you just, you can't do that. You know, in Lord of the Rings Online, it's like you're either you you just play this whole arc story arc out. You know, you can't like group a band of elves together and and say, you know, we we cannot stand the way 
our elvish leaders are, are leading us right now. I, I read a... You can't lead like an elvish revolt if you wanted to. You know, you're always like, oh, we're so somber and emo. I, I read a... <laughs> I read a... We can't do anything about it, you know, but we'll, we'll help, we'll help the rest of the, the people of Middle-earth fight off, you know, the... The evil hordes and everything. You, you can't like create like this rogue band of of elves. No. That... Of course you can't. <laughs> Just, but if you're playing traditional pen and paper D and D or whatever, you could do that. Yeah, exactly. That's why, it, you know, all this stuff is, you know, not big on creativity. For exactly. Sure. I mean, know, it's I'm asking. I mean, you know, I'm not. I'm not imagination, exactly saying, creativity. You know, become hardcore. Where, all right. If you kill another person in battle, you get to loot all their stuff because, yeah, that would suck. Yeah, to be the loot looted. Yeah, exactly. If you were like the looted, you know, it's like God, you know, that was a little harsh because he took every single goddamn thing I had to my name. You know, that that was a little harsh, but you know, there should be kind of some kind of reward for it. Well, I I heard an interesting um, theory. It was either a podcast or a forum post or something but you know they're talking about the horrible rep grinding in uh, world of warcraft and how at the end game it's you know all about that so much fun and this this person had this really cool idea which was well you should be able to rep grind out of your alliance or horde faction if you want to (laughs) so you could have like an undead alliance or like a you know, uh, a drain eye horde member. I was right. like, that would be just the coolest thing ever. Of course, there's that language barrier that they inflict on you, but maybe it's like, well, and I, but you know, for that would be some, part of the challenge. That would be that maybe you have to learn the language. You know, it does have a 300 next to it or whatever it is. <laughs> so I thought that was really kind of a cool idea. You know, I mean, it would sure spice things up a little bit. Um, but you know, if you're into the if you're into rep grinding, <laughs> I'm obviously not, but. Um, I thought that was kind of that was kind of a cool idea when it would add a little bit, but it still wouldn't get defeat the Care Bear thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I always play on PvP servers to in any MMO ever. Right. I mean, if there, if it's an option it's to an option, to hopefully spice your life up. A yeah, bit, to add a know? tangible sense of danger occasionally instead of just oh well, this is what happens here, and I'll move on now. No, that. Well, that's pretty easy too. You're safely coddled from uh, dangers yes. of the world. As long as I stay on the road, mm-hmm. I could do anything. I could take all my clothes off and dance around, and nothing bad would happen. And you know, at least on a PvP server, you you're just like bait right then and there for for some somebody. Right. To you know, get you walk into the wrong area, you know, at the wrong time. Well, I think do a some of the dance on the wrong table of sacred relics. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> lucky for me, I exactly. I defiled a fairly un, unimportant sacred relic, <laughs> quasi sacred, some would say. But I remember games like Asheron's Call One, where first off there weren't hardly any good online guides when we were playing it. And well, there were none. I mean, there might have been if there were. I didn't know about them, and, and there was definitely nothing printed that was good. And I I just remember. You know, taking a wrong turn or going into the wrong dungeon or whatever, and it was insta death. You know, running from skeletons across the plains to try to you know get somewhere. Mm-hmm. I, I I thought that was kind of neat. And I oh shoot, I remember just now. You know, you go into the zone and you're like, oh yeah, this yeah is I be, shouldn't be here. Shouldn't be here. Yeah, yeah. I hate that. I hate that sense of 
Yeah, I like the sense of walking into a zone again. And, you know, not knowing that you shouldn't be there. And then all of a sudden going, Holy crap, I shouldn't be here! Yeah, this was bad! <laughs> you, have run, you have to run and run and run. Yeah. You know, I'd love that. I'd, I, but I've never had that sense for, for the longest time in a game where it was like, I, you know, I... I think, I, I think it's part of the refining the crack thing. It is. It's a negative to most... Not to all, but to most. But it's see, like anything that. else. I love that sense of, you know... You're trying okay, to... what's going? What's what's this place all about? And then realizing, oh, I have no business being here. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I think it's you know they can't please all the people all the time, but they can try to please most of the people most of the time, and that's the way they target everything, every single aspect of the game. That's how they sell games. You know? Yeah. I mean, and I don't think it's specific to the MMO genre. I think it's no. pretty much. It's pretty much everything out there. You know, they should have hardcore quest game, you know, like they should have an MMO in uh, what was that mode in Diablo 2? Hardcore mode, was it? Where if you died, you died. You were dead. Yeah, you were yeah, done. You were dead. You know, it'd be really funny. Of course, it'd be probably really guild heavy because you wouldn't go anywhere unassisted. No, you know? no. You'd always have like backup with you at all times. Yeah, you have a posse. But, you know, it'd, it'd be kind of funny if they made like you know, for any game, if they yeah, made a hardcore server. I don't even server. know that there's so much that. I mean, I'm just, you know, I kind of just wish that, you know, they would quit leading us by the hand, you know. And Yeah, I don't think they ever will now. I think it's yeah. established as a, just like, you know, WASD and spacebar jumps and, you yeah. know. And I, you know, and I kind of would, you know. Maybe Unless the it's whole sort of Warhammer the concept kind of... That's why the whole Warhammer thing kind of appeals to me with the realm versus realm. Yeah, that, that one sounds dif just, different in a lot like, of ways. It's like constant battle, you know. I think the, you even know... If you are, if you, even if you are kind of sheltered and you don't necessarily want to get into, like, the, the huge PvP yeah. aspect of it, I don't see why you wouldn't. Of the two upcoming but, fantasy MMOs... You know, it seems like Age of Conan's going to basically be the same old game with some better AI and a different, you know, a radically different control system. It seems like Warhammer's going to be the same old game as far as the combat and controls, but with a radically different quest system and and with the realm versus realm with all the refining that they learned from Dark Age of Camelot, you right. know. If only they could you know, if only you had a combined game that was a radical departure from this whole target and, you know, auto-shoot game for combat, yeah. and yet also had, you know, all those other elements for different quests. Like, I love the guy's comments for Warhammer where he's like, you know, in most games you, 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 you have to get to this quest giver and you go through all these bears and you have to kill them all, and you finally get to him and the bear... and the, the quest giver goes, I need you to kill such and such number of bears. And you're like, that's what I just did to get to you. And <laughs> and and in their game, they're claiming that you get to the quest giver and he goes, I see... Well, he's like, I hate bears. And I see that you've killed 50 bears to get to me. So good job. Here, have some have some experience in this broadsword or whatever. That's you know, cool. that's supposed to be one of the one of the, the things that they've... innovations that's in Warhammer. That's nice. That's what they claim. You know. Oh, see, so yeah, I kind of dig that. You know. Oh, I totally dig that. That's kind of cool. I mean, I I'm so tired of the the dumbness, you know, of of it all. Yeah, the it, NPCs don't realize that you've slaughtered tens it, of thousands of orcs already. When, but that's still a recon for me. 
Is that a word? It, that just confirms something else that we ranted about previously, that Warhammer, as exciting as it may be, is still going to be full of quests where it's kill X pieces of crap. I yeah. think it still I mean, will have there's going to be those people who haven't killed that much crap to, to <laughs> complete the cap. How much crap can you kill? <laughs> Let's or, check or your crap meter Or maybe the, maybe the path that they've taken hasn't allowed them to encounter X amount of bears yet. I hope so. You know, it just kind of depends on well, where, they, where yeah, they happen they, to be. They at. had different classifications for quests, and that was like a one of those quests for the explorer types. They had different target, you know, the classic player groups they were going after, and that was like for the explorer. That's cool. And they were going to have a bunch of stuff like that, just hidden stuff. And they were, <laughs> they were like, actually, like, we really, really wish that people wouldn't release guides telling people everywhere to go to get all of these because we'd like them just people to stumble across them and maybe not see the same one that everybody else saw you know but there's no way around that you know not in this age of youtube no you'd have to have a unique and you know a unique nda for everyone playing it and that still wouldn't do it so Mm -hmm. but back to the topic i guess we've we've gone uh, we were talking i guess we were um you know i i i guess i i I just wish they. I, I wish the games would allow you to get away with a little bit more than they do now. I mean, there's just no possible way you can become like this total rogue element in the game without. You know, I mean, it just doesn't happen. I mean, they just don't allow you the option of becoming this. It, well, if the whole thing was an instance and you just chatted with people, right? That's not really an MMO. That's nope. a. It's kind of close to uh, close Social. to the Guild Wars, you know, or yeah. whenever you're out in the environment. Mm-hmm. It's truly a shame. Part of me wishes we can go back to the dark days of <laughs> Ultima Online and then maps. Just drawing. well, I mean, it's not even so much that. I just, I, I kind of want the whole. Part of me wants the no rules version of things. That's because you're an anarchist. Where there's just no rules. You just make the rules as you go up. Go go along, and that that's kind of I don't know. Part of me kind of wants to go back to the. Part of me wants to go back to the dark ages of of MMOs. Man, yeah, I understand the progress that made, but <laughs> yeah, it is it is appealing in some ways in a nostalgic kind of sense, but. I don't miss him. I just don't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to hit with him. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, that's our rant. Well, that's it for episode 10. Yeah, we're looking forward to episode 11, where we will... Uh, I think one of our topics next week will be discussing the different archetypes of players that play massively multiple role-playing games. The You've fools. Got the, yeah, the, the fools, the idiots, the morons, the geeks, <laughs> the dweebs, the, the the total guys who have no lives whatsoever. The sex for golders. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah. You know, those types. No, <laughs> we're, we're, actually, we're, we'll talk about... <laughs> That's a primal archetype. You know, <laughs> primal. More or less about, you know, it's kind of been, you know, talked about. I mean, this isn't a new topic or anything. Well, we, yeah, we reference it. Heard any anything? A lot. 
Yeah, exactly, but, you know, you've got the Achiever types and the Explorer types and the, the Killer types, you know, the, those, you know, you have those kind of players and... And, you know, I, I think what we'll try to do is we'll try to discuss, you know, how the, how all those types play together and what they how like. they interact and maybe what game caters to, what games cater to the explorers a little bit more, what games caters to the achievers a little more, you know, that, that kind of thing. Maybe going into what type of types we actually are. We know who Jason is. Yes. I'm the sex type thing. <laughs> He's the griefer. Yeah, yeah, or the griefer, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, and we'll, we'll also we'll have, we'll have a lot more to talk about. We'll have probably some Lord of the Rings online news. Um, City of Heroes, of course. Maybe some World of Warcraft. I'll World try and report on my... Uh, my my version of the uh, EverQuest 2 saga. Oh yes, and I, yes. I think Mark might be delving into a little of the uh, be sweet. EverQuest 2 world, which should be interesting to hear. Um, all that and more on the next uh, episode of Channel Massive. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Channel Massive is an IGL production.